0: Hello, hi, hello, hi, yes. It is post-Oscars. It is the 37th episode. My name is Riley, here's always with... Hunter. And um, do you just want to start with the recap of it? Oh. Because yeah. I know a lot of people probably don't want to watch our nearly five-hour stream. Yeah. And we could concise it in a couple of minutes Pretty here. much the highlights
1: are Everything Everywhere Sweeping with seven. And it's big because they won three major or
0: four... Five, Six major awards. Six. Wait, was... Picture, directors, screenplay, oh, yeah. director, screenplay, and three actors. Yeah. It won six director. Oscars. And then six. it also, above the line Oscars, and then editing. That That's a sweep. That's like a damn... That's a sweep. That's a huge sweep. <laughs> that's a huge fucking sweep. And uh, Brendan won over Austin. For Austin. It, which it, obviously they picked him for the narrative, but... I mean, he, he was my favorite in the cast. And it's not that I hate Austin Butler in this role. It's just, I'd rather see him win for something else. Maybe in a movie that's better than Elvis. Um, yeah. Um, Women talking when adapted screenplay over All Quiet. Night of, I was a little concerned that All Quiet would win. Considering it won like three techs and then of course international film. So I was like, uh-oh. Do, do I have to worry about this upsetting? But then it lost screenplay, and then I was okay. As everything everywhere took
1: seven. Pretty much, after screenplay was over, I was just like, "It's over, Banshee Bros."
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> it's over, so, Banshee like, Bros.
1: No Banshee sweep. There oh, goes that dream. There goes
0: that. Dream. <laughs> Me looking for the Banshee sweep, kind of, like looking through the window. <laughs> Where's the Banshee sweep? Where's the Banshee sweep? The banshees swept in our hearts. Nope. Yeah, the banshees swept in our hearts. It swept in your heart, not my heart. Yeah. I'm glad that everything of <laughs> happened, but I got eight wrong. This is the worst year I've had. I did so fucking poorly.
1: Maybe you should have just went with your gut and just. I should have. I should have went
0: again. with the everything. I picked, predicted it for four, because I was like, oh well, best picture sweeps don't happen. It's crazy that I'm predicting it for four and then it won seven. <laughs> So, like, I should have just gone with it, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, this broke a lot of stats. BAFTA only got, like, four or five categories right, all in text. It got every single Above the Line Award wrong. They haven't done that since the year of Titanic over 20 years ago. So, that was a big deal. Um, Yeah, RRR, one song, that was pretty... Epic And they did it on stage. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Black Panther won costumes in a shock upset over Elvis, which won nothing, by the way. It won zero. Just by getting over-nominated with eight. It got zero wins. And I think if they did the voting, no joke, a week earlier, it would have won, like, four. Which is crazy that just one week can annihilate an entire campaign well maybe they after the award they're like well let's go watch it again when oh so, so like after after, after that showcase
1: they're like let's watch everything everywhere to see if it deserves this speech. well see
0: I think it helped that it came out in March and had an entire year to just become people's favorite movie of the year someone did like an, an experiment they talked to members of the academy in anonymous balance they had a hundred and everything everywhere started off with 44 number one wins out of a hundred and it broke the necessary limit pretty quickly so i think it was because of that love that it got it in pretty pretty like like i said if it happened a week earlier banshees i guaranteed would have won an oscar maybe two it's just the time that it, that voting happened. It just, it kind of got fucked up with the SAGs.
1: And Brendan wouldn't have won too.
0: Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't have won. So, it's it's all about momentum during voting, because you can say, "Oh, this is winning all year," and then just lose because the momentum shifted for like three days, and then you just you lose, you know. But I think overall it was a fun ceremony. Jimmy Kimmel was awful. I know that. Oh. He was not funny, and Jenny the donkey was just a random donkey. It wasn't even Jenny the donkey. So it's like not even worth. It. <laughs> it's not even worth it. Honestly, they should have nominated Jenny the donkey to be honest. Jenny the donkey, best and, supporting, uh,
1: and win over Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: <laughs> she is the worst in the category. It's like I'm glad she has won, but it just shouldn't have been for this. <laughs> most people say it should have been for freaky friday and honestly i'm down for yeah. i'm down for that we'll just imagine she won for freaky friday and we'll just leave it at that you know jamie lee curtis for freaky friday yeah there you, there you go no
1: like five years down the line they're gonna be asking those questions in high in high school in like a film class they're gonna be like what award did jamie lee curtis win and the people that are there just know like what well, what movie did she win for Oh, in like a in like just... a cahoot
0: after the class or something. Yeah, sure. Sh- oh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. and yeah.
1: like they uh, that you know almost all the students just took the class so they could just watch movies all day. <laughs> so then yeah. everyone just votes for Freaky Friday because that's the only one they know.
0: Well, I feel like they would know everything. Everywhere. I just I don't think they would know that she won for it. Oh, you know? yeah. But um, that's, that's yeah. fair. Avatar won it. Uh, visual effects. Top Gun won sound. Pinocchio won animated. Let's go. My sister told me Friday
1: that one of the science teachers um, made him watch the last 50 minutes of that
0: movie. Really? Why is that? He th- loves the movie. Oh, he just... <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm making you watch this. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty base as science yeah. teacher. I'm not yeah. going to lie.
1: Yeah. It was, the, it was the blonde guy, in case
0: you're wondering. The really tall oh, guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I mean, good for him. Yeah. I would have gone with Puss in Boots, but, you know, I'm glad Guillermo has more Oscars. You can never not give him enough Oscars. He could win his 12th Oscar and be like, good for him. You know, he deserves it, you know. And him on stage, he actually looks like a massive teddy bear. I like know. Actually. And he, like, he was, like, crying on stage. And he was, like, dedicating it to his parents and stuff like what a great way to start, except for the 20-minute monologue by Jimmy Kim. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Awards-wise, what a great way to start. A- animation needs to be recognized more in other, in other categories.
1: More. And then Netflix is like, well, yeah, we're with you. And then they cancel. Bunch <laughs> then they of they animated cancel shows. animated shows and keep Big Mouth.
0: <laughs> Big, keep Big Mouth. Sixth season of Big Mouth. <laughs> Why do we need this? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. But yeah. So, I was going to do a couple more Oscar-related things, but we'll save that for after news. <clears throat> so, I'll start. I will start. So, we'll begin with um, Tarantino's final movie was announced, Yeah, I've entitled the, the Movie Critic. It's not confirmed, but it's likely going to be based off of a real person, a real critic, in the 70s, which is funny. Because the critic that it might be based off of praised Tarantino for Reservoir Dogs. So maybe he's just like, ah, oh, a little circle jerk moment. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, ah, oh, praise myself a little bit. <laughs> Get, Make a movie about the critic that praised him. <laughs> I thought it <laughs> was about a female. It was a female. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah, that
1: would be interesting. It's I, a biopic it's... about his career starting off
0: the point of view of someone else if that's actually what it is that'd be kind of weird but it's about a female movie critic and it's not even confirmed that it's the real life person but we'll see um okay so avatar 3 all right we talked about how there was a nine hour cut that exists out in the world well apparently it could become a limited series on disney plus after its theatrical cut in 2024. But I said, how much time and money would it take to do the VFX on it? Are they just going to do it all and then cut down the movie? Or is this limited series going to take like three years to come out after the, after the theatrical cut?
1: I give it another 10 years. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Avatar 3, the limited series, 2099. <laughs> and done forever. Um oh so here's another one. Barry Kyogen or Barry Keegan Coogan. I still don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Him and Denzel Washington are joining Gladiator 2 cast. Oh yeah, I heard about Denzel. I didn't know about Barry. That's exciting, I I guess. I guess that's exciting. Um I didn't like, well it's not that I didn't, I didn't love Gladiator, but I guess we'll see if the second one will be where, we'll see if he blames the millennials on their phones this time. <laughs> he keeps making historical epics and people don't give a shit about historical epics. Well, anymore. Gladiator
1: 2 won't bomb because it's Gladiator 2. No. No,
0: nah, it'll bomb. It's gonna bomb. They're gonna
1: poorly market it? Yeah. yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Okay. And I, I guess I have two more. Kind of. Uh, Tom Cruise saw the Flash and he said that he loved it. His exact quotes were: "This is the movie we need right now." Um, please no. <laughs> like, I genuinely don't know if they're just because James Gunn said it. Zaslav,
1: Zav, Zaslav, Zav said so. I I don't know what's going on. The no, but like there an
0: image of Tom Cruise at the screening. He was actually there, and he actually said, this is a good, great, love Love this movie.
1: Well, he not he called the director
0: and told him you did an amazing job. He did. I saw that afterwards. But, like, yeah. well, I refuse to believe yeah. that this is a good movie. I refuse to believe, ah, yes, the Flash movie, the one that's been in development hell for like, almost a decade at this point? Well,
1: it was supposed to come out in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's three years later. Directly oh, which... gonna have, be about Flashpoint. <laughs> I don't know
0: about I that. I don't no. get <laughs> why. There's... I would love if it was good. But I just... I refuse to believe that it's good. I refuse to believe And you know what they're gonna say if it's good? <laughs> Thanks,
1: Zack Snyder. Why though? He has nothing to do with it. So, just like they said, Shazam too. Jazeera. They're gonna go. It's it's all James Gunn's fault. This movie
0: bombed like Black Adam had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Hired literally after the movie came. <laughs> well, that's not true. He was hired like a couple days before the movie came out. And that probably did make people not want to watch it though. They're just like, oh, it's over. Okay, yeah, that's it's the-. over. Why do I even need that? To- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I... This is technically six, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Lance Riddick of Destiny, Horizon, Fringe, and and The Wire. Those are two separate shows. Uh, passed away at 60. Um, sucks. I'm sorry for making fun of Captain, uh, Savala. Is that his name? Yeah. I'm sorry for making fun of you. It's the writing, not you. Um... I'm also sorry that I hated your character in Horizon. It was the writing, not you. (laughs) Um, I've yet to see Fringe or The Wire, but I hear he's great. I don't have HBO, though. so I can't watch him.
1: Uh. Uh, A lot of people in uh, Destiny, the day he passed away, they just sat there and mourned him. But it was just Zavala just standing there. You know? So... So, like I'm tr- you said, people, I asked, do you think
0: he recorded his lines for the final shape? And you you were like, yeah. he, he Oh, maybe. Possibly. He might have. Well, see, if... They don't really they... do voice lines until... No, do,
1: don't do they do them early? I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, I think they do early. I hope he
0: theme. got to finish that character. Whatever character there was. <laughs> um, He was in John McFour. He's apparently in the Ballerina movie. Ana de Armas posted something about that, so... yeah. I mean, it sucks. And then news came out that exact same day that Sam Neill was fighting cancer. I'm like, do not, do not have
2: that
0: on the same, get this energy away from me. Um, We haven't heard anything about him, but still, I don't need that energy. <laughs> 2023 got good finally. Why are you being such an asshole about it? the 6th time I've dropped my phone. <laughs> but, yeah. No, it sucks. It sucks. I, I don't have much else to say. I guess. We can keep going. I consider it. 60 pretty decently young, too. Yeah, I mean, for nowadays, it's pretty young.
1: Um. So, yeah, um, this is more of your thing. I don't really care that much of Hitman, but I am kind of excited for the James Bond game. Yeah. They, 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 uh, IO actually did come out and say, nope, we're done with Hitman. We're gonna focus on James Bond. James Bond. John. So, <laughs> well,
0: that that's kind of epic. Yeah. It's apparently an origin story, this oh. first one. Which, okay. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: Naughty Dog. They came out, well, I think it was Neil. Yeah, Neil. Neil said that the last of us part three is not next. But they did already they're working on their
0: game now, whatever it is. Hmm. Well, there's been enough rumors to satisfy every kind of you know, fantasy, I don't know. I just feel like I don't really I'm mean, I'm glad it's something new, but I guess I don't I don't really care too much.
1: All right, so I I think I'm gonna have six because I can't decide over which okay. one. But here's just a quick one that kind of got a chuckle out of me. Um, Sony is concerned about Starfield being an exclusive. Oh no. I th- I think it's funny that Sony is complaining. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> like, you can't have exclusive. I get, I get Call of Duty, and I get they're kind of mad that. And other people are mad that Xbox is picking up IPs that people already know and making them exclusive. Well, first of all, Sony has Spider-Man. But anyway, Sony was also rumored to be in the position they were looking to buy exclusivity rights for a year for Starfield. So I don't want to hear anyone complain. Just get this whatever is going to happen with the whole acquisition thing to just disappear. I'm tired of hearing people bitch online on Twitter.
0: Either have it happen or not. Yeah.
1: Happen or not. I don't care. Just get it out. I don't want to see it These
0: acquisitions my... take a while. Yeah. I don't want to see it on my feed, though. Anymore. It's going <laughs> to
1: happen consistently.
0: That's all you'll hear. Just
1: uh, get it out of my way. Um. Well, this is small, but... Uh, but, yeah. James Gunn did confirm he's working on the Superman movie.
0: I thought we talked about this last
1: time. That was rumored, but... Yeah, oh, I thought it now was he, confirmed it's, last it's time. It's confirmed. Um. Oh
0: damn!
1: Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Ball? Oh shit! Yeah. Um. The director of Shazam Two. Um. He, he came out and said, on the good old Reddit. Reddit said, yeah, he's not surprised Shazam Two is gonna bomb at the box office.
0: That sucks.
1: Yeah, he already expected to that it was going to because of the whole James Gunn thing. Well, uh, assumingly the whole James Gunn thing. So, I know it does, but he did say at least he got all of his money up front.
0: Well, so. that's good. A lot of money make... People make a lot of their money in checks afterwards, but... Yeah.
1: Royalty. Well, he probably would have gotten a bonus, though, if it Ooh. made money. If it made bank. Ha. Um... And then there was the whole funny Zack Snyder thing, you know, on Twitter, where he posted transmission incoming from Lord Darkside," and it was really cringy, and a bunch of Snyder bros online are like, oh my gosh, continuing the Snyderverse, or like, oh my gosh, we're going to get a graphic novel of the Snyderverse, continuation, oh my gosh. You just stop
0: feeding these people, and guess what? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it SnyderCon? i thought it was snyder con no he's
1: just doing a watch party of man of steel
0: for three days and one other movie i thought it was all three of his movies yeah it's probably all three of his movies snyder <laughs> snyder con yeah. yeah well see i yeah. uh, i yeah,
1: like everyone's expecting these big things and i'm like nah no. nah
0: nah no. you're actually stupid he is so focused on rubble moon it's not even funny You know how much time he's put into that? He said he's been working on that for, like, over a decade or, like, more. Like, Netflix is handing him a blank check. You think he's going to turn that down? No, he is going to take that and run with it. Even if it bombs, they'll be like, thank you, Snyder. (laughs) Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. Plus, I mean, he already did Army of the Dead for them. So, like... He's worked with Netflix Which was before. already huge on Netflix. Oh, that did be- numbers. That movie sucks, though. <laughs> that movie was so ass. I liked Army of Thieves more, and lo and behold, it wasn't directed by him. So, <laughs> Zack Snyder. You see, the issue with Zack Snyder is his thumb was
1: so far up his ass. He's, um... He, uh... He... He, he thinks he's like Steven Spielberg. Oof, oof, <laughs> but that's edgy problem. people. But for edgy, edgy people, s- but he's not. At least Michael Bay knows he's
0: not. He's <laughs> not a,
1: a a Steven Spielberg. He's
0: doing it for the money, and he knows he is. <laughs> and that's that's what makes him funny. You know, yeah, that's 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 honest. That I'll applaud to that. You know, <laughs> you applaud. You want money? Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good
1: for Honestly, you. at least you're honest. <laughs> I don't remember him saying anything like that, but uh, it's that's according he... to interviews about Transformers. He just wants he me. knows what he's doing. Oh yes, this Transformer has a cool name. That'll sell toys. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them in there. You know anything, the fans Donald? get mad him. Yeah. Hey, I don't. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna. I'm writing the like, sequel. I'm CD. not even. I'm not even mad. Like he put Devastator in the first one, but it, what is it even? Devastator. I don't know who that is. He's a giant robot, and it's kind of—it's—it's it's so funny. <laughs> it's Devastator. Like, yeah, Devastator sounds cool. So we're gonna have, no, we'll just make him not that. Let's make him a tank. Tank. Devastator. Not giant constructicon. We oh. can sell tank toys. We can sell tank toys. Lots of tank toys. Tank toys. Lots of lots of lots of tank toys. Yes. Lots of tank toys. Tank toys. Um. Fuck. Well. <laughs> One more, okay. one more. Uh, okay. Speaking of the Flash, Ben Affleck is only in the movie for five minutes. I did see this. <laughs> That's pretty funny too. Yeah. <laughs> All this hype around the movie, like
0: Affleck's back uh, He's in for five minutes. You know what's interesting? So I well, I'll get to this in my review segment, but I saw Shazam two today, and um, there's a a trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Looked gorgeous on the big screen, by the way. Um, but then I saw the flash trailer in the theaters. And they must have cropped it or cut it weirdly, cause it was too big for the screen. Like, stuff was larger than I remember them being. And I'm like, oh, wait. Like, I've seen this trailer like three times. So the first time in the theater. I'm like, why does it look like <laughs> why does it look like that? And like There was, like, specific shots that I remember from the trailer that got cut. Like, slow-mo shots that are just gone, so it's, like, cut randomly. I thought it was so funny. Because, like, I I don't know why they did it. They could have just used the trailer. Why did they take the effort to cut it so poorly? I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe those scenes just don't attract the larger audience.
1: Or they ran out of budget, so they they had to pay huh. for a shorter trailer. To oh play my ahead god, of maybe. maybe. So they're putting all their marketing behind uh, bribing Tom Cruise. <laughs> Please, <laughs> say good
0: things about our movie, Tom. Mm-hmm. We need to allure the Top Gun Maverick crowd. It's leaked <laughs> online. <laughs> is it leaked on wait what happened
1: no it was in it was um it was a bunch of insiders i guess going to like the the big websites and going oh yeah tom cruise saw the Fox. oh yeah, yeah 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 so he says it's great this is what movies need this is what we need in the theater right now Oh, okay. Tom and then I just think of Tom the awful leave. shot with this massive fucking head <laughs> and the awful CGI bodysuit.
0: Isn't Scientology worshipping like an alien or something? I th- swear to god its name is like Xenu, starting with like an X. I thought it was just like science. No. No 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 Scientology is fucking weird. <laughs> We'll have to do a live stream and look into Scientology more, but yeah, I swear to God, he believes in like a, an alien being called Xenu. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> Jesus. Gonna... This motherfucker's so weird. Xenu. You. Yeah. Oh, Technology. Xenu what do Scientologists believe oh what Xenu Scientology advanced technology but it's a fucking alien <laughs> we'll, we'll do we'll deal with that later <laughs> we'll deal with that later alright so is, is that all yeah is that, all. I, that it okay, 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 so um okay, of these which which one do you want me to just start with? there's one this one was gonna be the one for March, but I don't know if you want to do that next week or this week, though this one not I don't know. it's up to you I have a bunch of reviews as well, I don't know what you have.
1: We will see where we are at next week.
0: For what? Oh, which one? Wait, which one were you asking? Do you want this one? Yeah, for the we'll, one for March.
1: We'll, we'll, uh, we'll wait for next week. Because you have six? Hmm? You have six moves? Seven. Movies. Seven? Yeah. Um, yeah
0: sway for next week so i'll I switch guess. something i'll switch all yeah. right do you have any reviews or am i just gonna be talking for a hot second
1: well yeah i have i have one i guess unless i'm forgetting something okay you, we, we'll we start with you then okay well i told you last week i was going to it just popped up on my head i'm like i'm gonna do a funny playthrough of the mass effect games but my choices are randomized. Yeah. Um, I started the first one. I'm not going to get to the second one because RE4 remake is coming out and I usually put a lot of time into the second one because I love the second one, but I replayed the first one and I'm glad I kind of did randomizer because then I'm not like, oh, I'll just do the same choices all over again. That's what I tend to do a second playthrough for RPGs so i'm kind of like oh well i'm a female now i don't really play as females in rpgs but i this i think is my first rpg where i played a full game as a female though well, oh, the full time <laughs> do you switch halfway
0: or something
1: well sometimes like cyberpunk i'll start but then i'll just quit halfway or skyrim too i'll just quit halfway and start oh, another sure. one okay so this is like my actual yeah so like yeah quit halfway okay, okay. yeah this is my first full one so a lot of the choices i i were different than usual like i ended killing off two important characters that are very important for mass effect 3 so i i wonder how that will turn out um i think i might have fucked over the universe <laughs> whoopsie but i i did manage to actually get a consistent shepherd because the dlc bring down the sky is a bunch of batarian which is an alien race like they're like slavers or whatever uh crashing a meteor into a planet oh you have to stop them from doing that sure and there's a choice to kill the hostages (laughs) or well you have you kill the terrorist leader but the hostages die Or you let the terrorists go and you save the hostages. The choice I got was to kill the hostages. (laughs) Oh, no. But it made sense for my shepherd because her backstory was that she was, uh, her, her entire colony was wiped out by Batarian slavers. So pretty much she's xenophobic towards, or racist towards this one alien species. So that's going to be pretty funny to hate on one species.
0: But if it's randomized, wouldn't like a dialogue choice be like super nice towards them? I just didn't
1: do the dialogue choices. I just did the main ones and then I just do it in between my heads for like the romances and the big choices leading up to it. So yeah, I just kind of fill in the blank spaces because doing every single like dialogue choice would be kind of tedious going to my phone one or two or th- well there's three in mass effect one you know so or just getting the same a- asking the same question over and <laughs> over <laughs> again <laughs> three
0: next one three <laughs> next one. three <laughs> can i get a new one <laughs> okay. next one, Three.
1: <laughs> uh. yeah you played a little bit of it
0: i think the- i got past halfway it's just yeah. i the f- i tried doing like other planets and stuff because i was invested but then i got so bored that i just gave up <laughs> i was like i'm i'm good but
1: exploration is shit it's the true. cliffs are like 85 degrees or like 100 degrees and you have to climb up with that shitty mako it's awful the dude <laughs>
0: it's awful and then you have to but yeah the car combat is shit yeah. Yeah. it's so shit it, it's awful i I have, the combat in general is so shit like, like anything outside of shooting is bad you have to like tap A twice to go into cover
1: for some reason I think which is really weird yeah. so I just don't go into cover I just mow enemies down and yeah it's really easy because the
0: combat is shit well I would say it's like the opposite because like they encourage you to do like team things and there's like a weird like psycho energy thing oh yeah that I just never paid attention to so I was like wait what is this so then I tried using it and I was not doing it well <laughs> and then I just kept getting annihilated I'm like you know what I'm just gonna shoot that's it I'm yeah you shoot. have to
1: just play as a soldier your first playthrough because the wheel is awful on controls unless you your pc you can just press the number wheel I think or the numbers yeah but That's so bad <laughs> so bad. The gameplay has aged pretty poor. Bi- Bioware has had a rough time with the combat, but Mass Effect 2's combat is amazing, but well not amazing. It's a little bit above average.
0: And I no, I'm, I won't chop and you can, keep... uh,
1: you can keep... it's a little bit above average. Um, but I think the thing that stands uh, above for, for the first one is the world building. Like every time I play I get more invested in, in the uh, in in the universe or like it's not just reading the codex entries, it's talking to people and like how like like the Asari, they're they're all female in quotation marks. They're all just one gender or not even a gender, they're just gender fluid, like literally Biologically, they're actually just, they can just flip-flop whenever they want. Sure. And they they don't go by the she or her pronouns, but because everyone else sees them as female, they just stick with them. So I think other cultures impacting other cultures is interesting. And hearing about other people's religions, too, and, like, other alien races going to Buddhism is kind of cool. I'm talking about that. Or the whole uh, Quarian fleet thing, how they have to maintain their ships, and they really dissect into how their government works for some reason. I don't know why. That's kind of unnecessary.
0: There was a point where I was listening or reading every codec entry I got, but that's so much information that it just became kind of like a like a puddle of like nothingness and i just forgot it all (laughs) like if if i read some of it in one playthrough and i got around to it eventually and read other things i probably would have remembered it but because i just went head first into everything i forgot it all or you just do what i did first playthrough, not read the codex entries
1: and not really pay attention and then you're like what's going on (laughs) 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 what it wasn't, yeah. I, I had trouble getting to the first one, by first, but I came around to it eventually. And I think the story stands out compared to the other three, at least for me, because that cosmic horror, baby.
0: And I love how short it is, too. It's really short. It wasn't short for me. I spent over twenty hours on it. And I was a little over No, I was invested. Oh, I was invested. Exploring That's like when those empty, the the empty planets. What a fucking waste of time! <laughs> and like, you might have like one boss fight, or, like one story thing, but like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like you didn't have to like distress signal or go. Yeah, you just go there. Like I'd be going to one mission. And then go talk to Seth Green up front. <laughs> he'd like, yeah, funny <laughs> Seth Green. <laughs> he'd be like, yeah, there's a distress call. We're going... <laughs> <laughs> just diverge, and he goes straight there. Seth, <laughs> I think
1: Seth Green still has Mass Effect as his banner on Twitter. Really? Right. Yeah. he's a, a lot of those people, for some reason, are attached to their characters. But anyways, I heard also in a lot of games people choose female because the voice acting is better. I'd have to agree, at least for Mass
0: Effect. I think it's funny how stilted it is. I yeah. think it's pretty funny. <laughs> like sometimes it's good. It's it's like I it keep it's like Final Fantasy acting. It's like it's good enough, but you wouldn't like like it, it's funny. <laughs> like that's that's all it is. It's it's funny. Like you owe the... me a pizza. Dude. <laughs> you stole me a pizza. Well, bang, okay. <laughs> <Bank>. <laughs> so good so good yeah mm. i oh i wasted so much time this week replaying the hitman trilogy oh the whole trilogy the whole oh, trilogy just
1: played the third one. Oh, because they're all in the third one
0: yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So, so yeah they all i guess they were maybe all free but i don't know but they're all free now on game pass so i was like you know what it's probably one of my favorite trilogies. So I'm just going to go for it. So I downloaded all of it. I played through the first one and the second one. I'm almost done with the third one. They're so good. They're so good. Like the third one, uh, maybe I judged you too harshly. <laughs> maybe I judged you too harshly. The second one's still mid though. The second one is like good, but like I there's a reason that it's the most boring. It's the middle child. I, I just wish it was
1: more freedom. Where I can... Sh- I shouldn't say it.
0: Do what? Oh, commit... Connect- <laughs> Terrorism? What a... Jesus. I mean, you could. I mean, there are... All... All People Die runs... And then the game crashes. Because <laughs> there's just too many damn people. Like, some levels make sense to pull off a run like that. But in ones, like the race car, one, like the first mission of Hitman 2, that's like impossible. There's literally like a thousand people on that map. You are not going to Rocket get them all. launcher. <laughs> what? Rocket launcher. There you go, there you go. Make sure you...
1: you can like put like toxic chemicals in the air or something. <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Knowing these games, I wouldn't be surprised. But Hitman Three is so creative. Like the first one, it's finding its footing, but I still think it's my favorite one. I love Hitman one so goddamn much. But Hitman Three, the mission in this the second mission, where you're at the manor and you could. Cosplays a detective solving a mystery. Like, that's badass. Like, why don't... And the, the codes change so you can't look it up, too. Or you just, you know, you lockpick it. <laughs> or you lockpick <laughs> it, yeah. That too. That's what I do. Don't bring fiber wire. That's useless. Bring a lockpick. That is super useful. Because lockpicks are going to save your life. <laughs> They're going to be so helpful. Because... I don't know why people bring fiber wires. People that bring fish are funny,
1: and they're (laughs) okay. I I think the reason why I can't get into Hitman is because I want to be like the funny YouTubers where they bring the most useless shit and then beat the level, but I suck, so
0: I can't. can't. Unlock them? Yeah. (laughs) I can't. You have to actually play good the first couple times before you... Like, I've done several where I've gotten like five stars, and I'm like, terrific! I wasn't even trying! And then there are some where my only plan of attack is that I have to kill people. Otherwise, I'm going to have to restart the entire mission. So I plummet my score just to finish the damn mission. That's mostly Hitman 2. Hitman 1 and Hitman 3. I did very good on the like, trying to get 5 stars. The second one, I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Kill everyone. <laughs> get past <it." laughs> I, I think
1: I'll, I'll g- probably get into it more if, uh, if I'm in the right mood. Because that's what took a lot for me to get back into Elden Ring. You know, so... Just a mood. You know, that's going... why
0: I think they're the perfect James Bond choice.
1: Although, yeah. first person's going to be I a little too. sus
0: if they go with that. Round. I don't think... I You have to see your costume, change. You have to... Well, James Bond's just a suit. Suit. I think they're going to ditch the costume stuff, and they might go with more like the social... Oh, yeah. ...dynamics. Because James Bond actually has to talk to people. He actually has to interact with folks. Hitman, you can avoid everyone. (laughs) You'll be stuck. You'll be stealing information instead of murdering people. Well, I mean, you could do that in Hitman. Oh, Hitman. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Steal Info. and then you run. No, I love Hit the Hitman. But that wasn't even one of my seven reviews. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's, I'm so sorry. That's fine. That's fine. So we're... Um, so, okay, I'll start with the shorter ones. I saw the Adam Driver dinosaur <laughs> movie 65. Was it kino? It was pretty Kino, yeah. It's... I understand why people think it's shit, but I had fun with it. I I predicted every plot point. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's how you know it's a good movie. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna miraculously survive this world-ending event. Miraculously survives world-ending event. I'm like, oh, so his daughter died. His daughter died. I'm like, oh, her parents died. Her parents are dead. I'm like, oh. <laughs> all right. I called every plot twist, but it actually gave me like a jump scare. That I wasn't expecting. I didn't expect it to be a horror. I was just like chilling, watching like the mid acting. And then a fucking. I'm like, fucking hell. I just. (laughs) It wasn't like a good jump scare, but it did get jump scared. Because I wasn't. I didn't (laughs) expect. I just. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) hell. Disassociating. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. But no, the CG was actually not awful. Some of it was but some of it was a lot of it was actually pretty good. It felt like Moonfall. No. But like in like a good way <laughs> cuz Moonfall's so shit. It's funny. <laughs> like this is that but slightly better cuz there's actually good CG. And some S- slightly yeah. interesting cinematography. Slightly. This what the title card shot was so good. It's the sun rising over Earth. But, like, you see, like, just a sliver of light over the oh, earth, and everything's in shadow, and you see it come up. Like, oh, my gosh, so good. That shot was so good. But, otherwise, I'd give it, like, a five, maybe. It's fine. I had fun with it, but it's, I'm not going to remember it. It's like a, it's like my default rating is, like, a five. Well yeah, because it's average. <laughs> Actually, 5.5 is technically average. Yeah. I mean, it's... So- some people would say it's zero, but it's like it's it's one to ten.
1: Negative ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like excuse me. Zero is mid. Yeah, that doesn't
0: make any sense. Uh, that makes zero sense. But one uh, is then what's bad? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Alright, so then I watched Shazam Fury of the Gods earlier today. Um it was pretty okay. I actually liked it quite a bit. I don't know why it's rotten. Maybe I'll change my mind within the next year. But I, I saw the trailers. I'm like, eh. I saw people dunking on it. and like, okay. And then I walked in and I watched it. and like, what the fuck? I'm entertained. <laughs> Excuse me? Like, I was actually enjoying my presence in this movie theater? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's not allowed, I don't think.
1: That's not allowed
0: even shitty jokes were funny there were a couple of jokes that I thought were kind of funny
1: so they used the shit ones for the
0: trailers a lot of them were in the trailer pretty shit some of them were pretty funny there was there, there was a recurring joke in the third act about how the teen boys went to older women I thought that was kind of funny because <laughs> like it made no sense Billy Batson's got the hotties for Wonder Woman but like who does <laughs> who doesn't
1: it's when you're staring.
0: Yeah, yeah. You did not run. Not run. Um, only for really And one thing that I found out is that this movie only cost $100 million. And it looks infinitely better than Ant Man, which was $200 million. Like, I don't know how David F. Sandberg does it, but he uses a lot on relatively smaller budgets. Like, it's not a small budget, but for what I saw, like, holy shit, that was only 100 million? That's pretty good. There were some CG moments that were clearly CG, but then there was a lot where I was like, damn, that's 100 million? That looks really good. I was kind of impressed. Probably because they don't overwork their VFX artists. Well, I'm glad. It's funny that it was gonna come out in March, got pushed up to December, and then got pushed back to March. That probably helped, too. Like, I'm (laughs) glad they got the extra months, you know. Those VFX artists were like, please, delay us. Back to our original spot. No. 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 (laughs) We're okay. (laughs) No. Mm. We need
1: to make money this quarter. You already have four movies that made a billion dollars this quarter. Disney. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> we need five, or we'll start cut. We'll start firing people at Disney World.
0: What? Because we didn't make enough. <laughs> what?
1: We didn't. We didn't meet our expectations. We didn't meet our expectations of, of
0: five hundred billion dollars <laughs> this year. We're gonna have to cut two thirds of our work. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I give it a six. I enjoyed it. I was worried they were going to drop the family aspect. And though it is less prominent, I'm glad they still kept that as a major thing. Because that's what I liked about the first one. Was the family dynamics. So I'm glad they kept some of it, you know? I thought... Yeah. okay. You didn't like Shazam.
1: I
2: liked Shazam. I I thought
1: it
0: was... okay. The third act is rough. But I liked... The final... 10 minutes of this movie are really bad. <laughs> They're really yeah. bad. But like the rest of the movie is pretty pretty good. But the, those oof yeah oof, those I, final 10 minutes were I just rough. think I have a problem with the final
1: act of Shazam. Yeah, um, mostly cuz I feel like the Marvel family just comes out of nowhere.
0: It works in this one, so
1: yeah, it it works.
0: All right, and then I was going to watch Scream Six, but I hadn't seen any of the Scream movies except for the first one. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna watch all the Scream movies before going into this one. So today it was either Scream Six or Shazam. Shazam was earlier. So I saw Shazam. Next week, I'm watching both John Wick and Scream scenes. But I I made a list, I made a ranking, of the Scream movies. I'm going to give you a hint. This is going to get me assassinated. <laughs> this is going to get me assassinated. Is um, one the last? No, it um, is not. Five, four. Four is not the last. Three? I'll get to them. <laughs> so, most people think One is the best, and then it's between, like, five, four, and then, like, two, three is how I see a lot of rankings. I did not. I did not do that. I thought a lot of people liked the
1: second one.
0: Yeah, but most people agree the first one is the best one. I don't. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't think it's the best one. And I'll explain my reasons. Should I go in release order and ranking order? (laughs) I'll go in. Might as well do
1: ranking. I'll do ranking. Yeah. Might as well do ranking.
0: Alright. This is before Scream 6. That could change it. But Dead Last is Scream 3. And it's not even that bad. I'd give it like a 5. I think it's actually pretty good. Oh. Like, there isn't a bad movie in this series. I personally don't think so. I don't think they've had a miss. There's a mid one. Scream 3 is pretty mid, but I wouldn't say it's a miss. They've been pretty good. Yeah, I'm glad I watched these. Scream 3 is the weakest because of the villain. the, The ghost face in this one. Every single one of these has two ghost faces, except for the third one. And it shows... Because I was trying to guess who the second person was. Because the things that they are doing only make sense if there's two people. So the fact there was only one person throws logic out the window. Because you're then like, well, how did one person do this? It makes zero what sense. If that was the point to trick you into being like, oh, the maybe last... it's a deep message about something. <sighs> not <laughs> One thing that I will say is these movies, the first one was, like, sort of game-changing. I would maybe say for the worse for horror movies because they all became, like, meta and self-referential. And that's the shit I hate in modern movies. Like, this this was in the 90s, and... Maybe the stuff they're referencing I just don't care about. Oh, But like half the things they're like, this is the part where they get up and then the guy gets up and they shoot him. I'm like, oh okay. I guess that's the kind of humor you're doing. That's not very funny. A... Oh, I thought it would have taken itself more seriously, but okay. Like, it, it's cool, I, these are horror movies and I wasn't scared once in any of these movies. Well, slashers aren't Scare you're just you're watching slashers to I am for
1: the kills,
0: not really. And most for... of them are not great. I don't remember most of them. They're, they they kind of just die. Like oh okay <laughs> okay. See, I'm here for the characters, which is strange to say in a horror movie, but they build themselves on these reoccurring characters. So I got invested, you know. But yeah, the third one had pretty good cinematography. There was a shot in particular. Where Sydney Prescott was the main character in these movies, was like sitting at her desk, and it, the camera's on the ceiling, and it like swings back and forth as she's moving around the house. Like I thought that was a pretty cool shot, but otherwise it's kind of mid. It's probably the most forgettable one. Number four is where I'm gonna get killed. It's the first scream. <laughs> it's the first scream movie. Yeah. Number four. Um. I didn't find it scary. I didn't really find it funny. I didn't think it was great. <laughs> I didn't think it was great. Like I, I said in my review, seven's too low, eight's too high. That's kind of where I'm at with this movie. The music was so overbearing in this one. Every single scene had music playing. What if that's the point? It's annoying as shit. <laughs> There wasn't a scene that didn't have music. Even scenes that were just of people talking, there was like scary music. Playing. Okay, that's kind of and it I'm annoying. like, that's really that's really frustrating. Like, do you have to be? What if that's and like the... a lot of it's like super loud and like trying What's to the point. Well, it doesn't work for <laughs> me. <laughs> I like when there are quiet moments. You know, that's why I like some of the later ones. It's because they actually allow a quiet moment and they play this, the music at the right p- points, you know? Just scary music for, like, an hour and 50 minutes is really annoying. It, it implies tension in a scene that's not there. So I just kind of became more frustrated than anything else. There was... I get it's, like, the first movie to be, quote-unquote, like, self-referential... In the genre. But like I said. I think it's for the worse. Because like. Jason X does that. Leprechaun did that. Um. Scree- scary movie. Exists because of this fucking <laughs> franchise. Like. The. It being self-referential. Kind of made the horror genre worse. I feel like. At least for the time. Because. Are there any good late nineties slasher movies, please? No, please. It was sort of after <laughs> this the first was one was like, ninety six. So like early to late or mid to early late nineties. I thought a lot of people start like not looking also at Also Halloween after. Resurrection is a product of this movie.
1: And one, it's one of the one of the Fred, uh,
0: Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I thought people started to. It's called New Nightmare. That is sort of similar. It's also Wes Craven. Yeah. New Nightmare. Um, that one sort of, let's see here, 94. All right. So it's a little bit before, but similar concepts. I don't know. I thought Scream was kind of overrated. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Number three, I have Scream 2. It's just a more definitive version of Scream. They didn't. Pl- they still had the fucking music problem. But I thought the kills were more interesting. Like them being stuck in a car with Ghostface. And the only way to get out is through Ghostface's window. I thought was pretty tense and interesting. And I thought the. Well, one of the killers is pretty fucking stupid. But the other one... Like, the first one, they were just evil to be evil. And I'm like, that can be cool. But the whole movie, it's like, there's gotta be a motive. And then their motive is just, I'm evil. Like, oh. well, You were kind of setting something up that wasn't very fun. The The second one, though it's simple, felt a little bit more satisfying than the first one. And overall, just thought... It's still a 7, but it's a more solid version. I think they flesh it out more. Number 2, I have Scream 4. So this is slightly more my era. This is like after the Saw movies, which I also binged all of those like a year ago. They definitely upped the ante in this one. They actually allowed scenes to breathe. There was a lot of great performances... My review, I think, is pretty funny. Here's my review of Scream 4. It says, I am once again respectfully staring at Hayden (laughs) Penetier. I am once again (laughs) respectfully staring at Hayden Penetier. That's it. That's my my review. Nothing to do with the movie. It says this is that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's letterbox. users spending three hours trying to think of their letterbox, their <laughs> shitty one line joke letterbox <laughs> review. Like, it's no likes. <laughs> that like gets no likes.
0: <laughs> Literally, me. What am I going to do? Yeah, I feel like they should have killed Nev Campbell in this one, but they didn't. So that was kind of frustrating. But my number one. Is Scream 2022. Or Scream 5. This is... I think the best one. Because I actually know what it's referencing. <laughs> I actually know what it's referencing. It's like beating you on the head with it. A little bit. But... like, As someone who's lived in the internet era. This is too real. But it also works because of it. You know the twist. So the... I'm going to spoil it, all right? So, Huey, Hugh- in in, or um, Jack Quaid, or in this one, his name is Richie. They all sound the same to me. I, I, I can't explain why. So, Richie um, is a guy who is like a toxic fanboy that thinks only the first stab movie is good. And in this, so Scream? Yeah. Exists. And in the Scream universe, the events of Scream were turned into movies called Stab. So, Richie only thinks the first Stab movie is good. And he thinks the sequels ruined it. The latest one was a rebuquel directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I mean, that's too good. It's too good. And he just thinks that it was so shit that he tries to create new material as he calls it by killing the original cast so they can make movies because he thinks he should he he mentions in the third act like what about my ending like he thinks he deserves <laughs> yeah. a good ending like it's too real but it's so good because of it like i think everyone across the board was really good i really loved jack quaid in this just being a nice guy turned psychopath is is too good it's too good so he should be in a modern day reboot of taxi driver so too was never a nice guy (laughs) yes (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. and i just thought it was shot really well there were all like kills in the daylight that doesn't usually happen Mm -hmm. so it's super cool to see that um I just—it's hard to sort of explain. It's more just like a feeling, you know. Like I felt more from the the meta commentary in this one. And it was—it even brought up, like Star Wars fan or uh,
1: fans were kind of pissed about this movie too, because it—it it changed. It, some... it, it came out like it did, and it shit and... on people. And that's sort of like, I guess also pointed out um what made the first one also really good in my opinion was you know you know it's a good satire slash parody if you trick people into thinking that it's actually a part of that genre you know what i mean oh you're talking about scream yeah like scream 5 proved why the first one was good in the first place because it actually tricked people into thinking it was just a Generic slasher movie. Iconic slasher movie. Sure. But it had at least some Sat-tire. deeper meaning to it. Yeah. The satire, I guess. And, I
0: don't know, just the references were so good. My... It's so good. So you get and the them try... this one, but I... not the one that screams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, the fact that they called it just Scream <laughs> makes it better, because it's tricking you into believing that it's a rebuquel, but it's a straight-up sequel. But to piss people off, and to fit in with the current genre of reboot sequels, they made it, marketed it as one. I think just, there's a lot of layers with newer te- Yeah, they recreated the scene from the original,
1: right? With her on the phone, and then well, yeah, he answers, but then he just unlocks the door with the smart, yeah, he, yeah, with the, with the unlo- smart thing.
0: You know, I wish they did more with technology like that, but it is sort of just, you're slasher movie it is just kind of a slasher movie but the idea that they could just unlock your doors via phone and just come in and kill you is extremely frightening <laughs> like jesus fucking christ but <laughs> hackers be- that's hacker's what we need a bro. horror
1: movie off of a hacker bro hacker slasher
0: A hacker bro slasher
1: because scream isn't going to touch on that they're probably just going to touch on sequels and meta commentary. <laughs> meta commentary on you'll see sequel. the
0: sixth one came out this year they're apparently filming the seventh one this summer and it's going to come out next year like they're gonna have three scream movies in a row like one each is year. it all building up to i couldn't tell you
1: that meta commentary i really com- of maybe. the mcu Ooh! All the characters (laughs) come together in the seventh (laughs) one to take on Giga Ghost. Okay, so
0: Giga Ghost, what the fuck? So, they actually killed off one of the main trio in the fifth one, though. They kill David Arquette's character, Dewey. He was a he was a deputy turned sheriff who retired. yeah. Yeah, he dies. See, I knew he wasn't in the fifth one, but I thought it was like for the same reason why Nev Campbell isn't, because she wanted more money. But the studio was like, nah, we're good. So they just kicked her off the franchise. I thought David Arquette was something similar, but no. He got his fucking intestines ripped off. He dies. Like, he dies. Like, it's pretty. It's gnarly. So they do make another Stab movie for the sixth one. Okay. Maybe. Something like that. I'm just excited to see it. My one concern is that the newest Scream is the longest one. It's two hours and 15 minutes. But I hear it's really good. I do hear it's really good. So I'm excited. But yeah. I'm once again respectfully staring at Hayden Panettiere, <laughs> Once again respectfully staring. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Alright. So. 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 I have we're an hour in I will let you pick two of these three do I do my Oscars retrospective the one for March do I predict comically early next year's Oscars or do I do my second version of the Game Awards I'll let you pick two of those three I'll do the next one next week we'll just do both of our predictions and then we'll do the the retrospective next week Yeah. Okay. Let's do both the predictions. Okay. I need to pull up my computer for this one. (laughs) Okay. See, today, I did a lot of statistical working, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is far more advanced. So you're telling me Barbie is going to sweep. Uh no. (laughs) You're telling me kill. Well, I'm talking about my uh, my predictions for Game Awards. Oh, that too. You know how I had like five bullet points it's four pages long <laughs> it's
1: four pages long but you're still telling me Killers of the Flower Moon is going to sweep right? <gasps> no I'm so sorry Brendan <laughs> Betts supporting actor he gets second
0: Oscar in <laughs> wouldn't that be nice no no that's not happening so this is around the time where people sort of just list off movies and like that's it you don't even know if half of them are coming out this year or if they're going to be good or if they're gonna be good, yeah, Babylon. Ah, uh, you pissed off the Babylon High. I know, but they're, I like the Babylon
1: fandom. They're pretty funny. They're like, "We're Babylon." We well, maybe Bab- like, "No Babylon." <laughs> no Babylon. Babylon Bomb. Hey, look at the Babylon
0: fans. Two of them. <laughs> you might gotta be so mean. <laughs> okay. So you want me to start with the Game Awards one or the movie I one? I want to start with the movie one okay 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 i'm gonna list off my 10 i'm gonna quickly list off why like i don't think i don't have a prediction for best picture i just don't it's too damn early but i'm gonna list off the 10 that i think are pretty solid contenders that i think will get in number one the color purple you know what the color purple is is it like the H.P. Lovecraft story? No. <laughs> so it's a oh, musical geez. that's also set during like, the Civil War slave era. And the they, there was an 80s version directed by Steven Spielberg. But this is a new version. Also from WB. That's directed by the guy that did the visual album for Beyonce's Lemonade. And it's got, like, quite a few people in it. Halle Bailey, Coleman Domingo, Taraja P. Henson. There's someone in the lead role that I forgot. But a lot of people that won Tonys are also in this movie. you tell me we might be seeing some, probably some
1: acting nominations?
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Number two, this is too high, but I'm just becoming... Like, I want to be convinced that he'll have another Oscar contender, but I have Oppenheimer at number two. Because you've got a stacked cast, a smaller budget that's more character-focused, but you've also got the text below the line, like cinematography and score and visual effects and sound. I just hope he can get another nomination, because... Oppen- I don't want his last movie to be Oscar nominated to be fucking Dunkirk. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Oppen- come on. Oppenheimer, when he
1: sees the weapon he made, kills and destroys, actually kills and destroys.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> What's crazy? Oppen- number number three. Oppenheimer Death after he... <laughs> I am become Death the Destroyer death. of Worlds. All right, number three. Here's where I have Killers of the Flower. Let's see? Right. It's not that I think it's going to win... Because there's been like a very long running thing that's been happening recently, where newcomers yeah win Best Picture, and Scorsese is certainly not a newcomer, but nominations guaranteed. We're talking this could get double digits, you know. I don't think Brendan will get into supporting because that's going to be between Jesse Plemons and Robert De Niro, while Leo goes lead. So,
1: well, I like Robert De Niro. So. Robert, De De Niro. he's funny. All right, number four, I
0: have Blitz.
1: That's not very funny.
0: What? Mm-hmm.
1: What, what? What? So, also, Maybe also, something your I son do was when... ran over by a bus. He's dead. <laughs>
0: That's not funny. <laughs> Anywho, also, I want to mention that this is also just about getting the knowledge of these movies' existence out to people. Like, I didn't know about a lot of these, but I found some of my most anticipated on this list, you know? Like, it's not just about awards, Oscar. It's just about, like, hey, this sounds like a cool movie. I'm excited to see it, you know? So, I sort of just want to get that out there as well. Number four, I have Blitz. since the new Steve McQueen movie, the guy that directed 12 Years a Slave. It's set... In 1940, during Blitzkrieg of, uh, yeah, Britain. Um, It's got Saoirse Ronan and a couple of other people in it. I don't want to go up on my letterbox and search every single one because I want there to be a little bit of time here. Number five, I have Dune Part 2, my second Warner Brothers pick. They have four movies that could get Oscar nominations. So... I only have two on here. But it's Dennis, so he'll probably get snubbed. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> the text, Dennis. I'm super confident in. Like, another production design, another visual effects and sound and score. But when it comes to, like, above the line, I'm a little less confident. Yeah,
1: specifically as writing or acting aren't really... Uh... They don't get nominated
0: much. <laughs> Let's yeah. just say that. So, but I do think... If it's good which I think it will be I, I I don't see why it couldn't get in you know number six I've maestro the new Bradley Cooper movie about Leonard Bernstein he's caked in makeup he's gonna try to win best actor finally I don't know if he's gonna win but I think he, he could he'll he'll probably be nominated but that's like the major Netflix contender that I'm seeing right now number seven. Is a movie that I heard about. When doing this list. And I'm very curious to see it. It's called May December. This is from a director. Todd Haynes. Who did a movie called Carol. Like. like Eight years ago. <laughs> um, so. Natalie Portman. In this movie. Is playing an actress. That goes to a couple's house. To do research. On the role of. The female of the household. Now the female of this household is played by Julianne Moore, who I think was an actress or some public figure who twenty years prior, um basically groomed a guy. She was thirty, and this guy was in like his teens. And now it's like twenty years later and they're married. It's gonna sort of dissect that relationship. It's gonna be kind of heavy, but I sort of just imagined like a, a different version of Tar, you know, someone who loves Tar that 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 piqued my interest.
1: Sounds, yeah, pretty pretty heavy, doc. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty heavy.
0: <laughs> number eight is Oh, man. what? It's, it's gonna have a lot of controversy. Ooh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just thinking about it. Um, number eight. Is an A24 movie. You gotta have one. You gotta gotta have one. Um, Called Past Lives. This premiered at Sundance this year. I think it won the top prize there. Metaphorical um, horror? I'm not sure yet.
1: (laughs) Is the monster a bear that symbolizes her depression? No. So... This is and her guilt over her parents dying in a car accident that no. she had nothing to do with?
0: No. <laughs> can, can I please explain? There's like 40 more movies <laughs> I gotta talk about. Alright, so, okay. Alright, Past Lives is about a woman who like, a decade maybe two decades after a high school relationship is over, meets up with that same person. And it's gonna be like a talky oh. drama romance, and it feels like a like a lost in translation almost, Or like it or it's it's gonna be pretty good, but I don't know if it's gonna win because I just don't I don't know. I saw the trailer look pretty good, but I don't know. Number nine, I've next goal wins the new Taika Waititi oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, it's about I believe. It's Michael Fassbender. I forget which person is playing, but it's a soccer coach that decides to coach the worst team in the world, which is the American Samoa soccer team. And it's gonna be him like yelling and screaming, and it's gonna be like heartfelt and funny. And <laughs> I'm, a- well, I'm pretty well, yeah. Tyga's good at the funny but sad. When like so. you might be thinking ah. But- Taika sucks. I'm like because he made one bad Marvel movie. Does not mean I'm not excited for the stuff he's making. He right? One mid Marvel. It wasn't even.
1: It's not off.
0: I thought it was pretty. Bad, it's a little bit less than mid. <laughs> it's a little bit less than mid, but yeah. You know, it's not a three out of ten. It's a four. It's day. not passable, but right. it's not dog shit. Got, that's <laughs> like a good words? way. It's not dog shit. <laughs> it's
1: it's not actual like dinosaur shit
0: like. But it's not mid. It's less than mid. Yeah, at least not you can dodge. watch it. Unlike it's it's two wa- recent Imagine Jurassic that movies. being the best you can say about him. It's watchable. Yeah, at
1: least <laughs> you can somewhat watch it. Yeah, at least you, you can watch it. At least it, you're man. not on your phone, maybe, sometimes. Yeah, Unlike the that. past three Jurassic Park movies. Jurassic definitely World. The... Movie. Yeah, it's oh,
0: different. Yeah, this yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Jurassic but anyway, World 3. See, this was filmed in, I swear to God, 2019. It has been like four years. Uh, He hasn't gotten bad yet, sort of. Well, so why? So it was going to come out in 2020. Then the pandemic happened. So it got pushed to 2021. But because he did Thor, he had to focus on the fourth Thor. So it got pushed to 2022. But then. It originally starred Army Hammer, but because of the controversy, he had to recast him with Will Arnett, so that's gonna be pretty funny. So then, after everything, it's finally coming out like four years later. Pandemic, other movie, controversy on an actor. It's gone through the ringer, but it's finally coming out, and I'm pretty excited for it. Number 10, I have The Holdovers. This is the next film from Alexander Payne, who did The Descendants, Sideways, Election, Nebraska, Downsizing. He's done like a couple of movies that I've heard of. I don't know if you the recognized any of them. I you recognize the Downsizing. Yeah. The, the Descendants. The, the George Descendants. Um <laughs> Let's go! So people didn't like Downsizing. I thought it was pretty bad. But this is going to be a, a return to form. So it's set during the holidays. Where three people—a teacher, a cook, and a student—have no one left to go to, so they bond over the holidays. So that's that's pretty nice. Sounds simple. Yeah, it's a simple premise. It, it's gonna be charming, I think. It's gonna be pretty fun. I'm excited for it. Unless I'm wrong and it's fucking awful. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so that's my top ten, and I'm not saying that's a a good top ten. Me no Barbie. Uh, I'll get to. Th- I'll get to. Th- See, I already have two Warner Brothers movies on here, man. So, well, what do you have against Barbie, though? Nothing. We'll get to it in a second. (laughs) You think Barbie has a chance of winning no awards compared to everything else? We'll see. Look, (laughs) I want Barbie to succeed, but it's just, I have my doubts... But to be fair, I had my doubts about everything. Everyone I want seven Oscars.
1: Barbie, sweet, sweet, every old nine Oscars, except for adapted screenplay.
0: Why? <laughs> Why not that not adapt- one? Oh wait, it is adapted? adapted. It's based it off be, of a toy. It
1: would be original. No, it, it's adapted. Original would go to someone. Number
0: six, Maestro. Hey, that is an original screenplay. See. Good job. <laughs> Good job. All right, number eleven. I have Rustin. So this is a Netflix biopic on Baynard Rustin, who is a uh, gay civil rights activist who in 1963 helped set up the March on Washington. It's going to be set during that event. Stars Coleman Domingo. I'm calling it now. He's going to be my favorite performance this year. I know people are gonna be like, um, actually, this person who is white is better. I'm like, shut the fuck. This old <laughs> Coleman, guy. <laughs> this old white guy is better. I'm like, shut the fuck. This he... guy is going to be the best performance this year. I'm calling it now. He sheds a single tear in the movie, and that's what makes... It's like, this performance is reserved, so therefore it's better. I'm like, shut the fuck. <laughs> shut the fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's okay if a person screams, because sometimes the movie calls for it. You know what I'm saying? Here's why I'm more excited for it. Because it's from the director of Ma Rainey. So I'm like, sold. Sold. <laughs> Line me the fuck up. By I'm... the what? <laughs> Marvel moment. <laughs> Mama Marvel Woody. Woody. Ma Rainey's black. My and it's from and the Woody? screenwriter of Milk, who won an Oscar, so... It's got good people in it, although it does have Chris Rock, and that's a little concerning. <laughs> that's a little concerning. Spiral, the book of <laughs> Okay. Literally, literally I'm at 12, and I go to 42, so I need to keep going. All right, number 12 is the new Luca Guadagnino movie called Challengers. This is a sports movie. Nothing like he's done before. <laughs> um, so it stars Zendaya, Mike Feist, and Josh O'Connor. It's about... Uh, tennis player that turns her husband from an amateur to a Grand Slam champion and the person that her husband is facing off against was like her ex-boyfriend or something. It it feels not entirely up my alley but I loved Call Me By Your Name and I really really liked Bones and All so I'm gonna stop doubting the guy and I'm just gonna watch him. 13 eye of Barbie. I have it just outside the top ten. Because it will be nominated and possibly win costumes and production design. Like I am almost confident that's gonna be in winning conversation for those two categories.
1: Alright, but don't come calling me back when it wins best picture. This
0: I want it to assist. This is gonna be my banshees. This is gonna be your banshee. Well what if it's mid? It's <laughs> still gonna be my banshees. <laughs> what if it's <laughs> mid? <laughs> and i wanted to mention this so i watched shazam today and there was a kid right he was like f- he was like five years old up front the barbie trailer was playing he's he, he turns over to his dad and he's like you want to go see that that looks really good and i'm like yeah it does kid yeah, yeah it does
1: barbie <laughs> Wait, they play barbie first what they play the barbie trailer yeah, they played the first Barbie. Train. I gotta go watch it now. Jesus! <laughs> I gotta, watch, I gotta sh-
0: watch Barbie
1: on the big screen. This is this well. Is it's it's the same trailer
0: that's been out for like a month. Yeah, but it's on the big screen. It's on the big screen. It's on the, it's the big screen. This but like, time. I just find it funny that it's it's a two thousand one reference, and I don't know how many people in the audience actually understood that it was no, a two thousand one like reference.
1: Every time that that shows up, like even in the uh, Tim Burton. Wonka movie, like every time that shows up, I, I don't think they
0: understand. They're like, it's the monkey thing, (laughs) guys, guys. It's it's the thing, but they don't see. I didn't understand that until I was older. I'm like, what the fuck? The chocolate bar, but it's the monolith from 2001. (laughs) That's
1: what makes it funny. It's the fucking beginning of the universe. (laughs) Willy
0: Wonka (laughs) chocolate.
1: Barbie is the beginning of the universe.
0: (laughs) Okay. Either way, I'm excited and I want it to get in, but I have it outside of it just because I'm not sure if it's gonna be like the Lego movie. Because I feel like it's gonna be like the Lego movie where it gets high praise and everyone's gonna love it, and then it just doesn't get into anything. The Lego movie is actually really good. That I know that. I know that. Alright, 14. I have the bike riders. So this is a Jeff Nichols movie. His most popular movie was Loving. I don't know if you've heard of it. Like, I'm sorry. But why do some of these movies have like awful titles? Well, the bike, bike Riders
1: writers is like a middle school book. Okay. Like well, here's creative the creative writing
0: project. This <laughs> this actually is about people that ride bikes, so it, it makes sense though. Oh, it's so not metaphorical. <laughs> so it's set in the 60s. That's new. It's about a biker gang in the 60s that like over the course of the decade becomes more sinister as like different leadership takes in so it's like evil biker gang and i've wanted a movie like that for a <laughs> while so i'm pretty excited wait so th- it's about actually like bikers not like
1: bicyclists like yeah bikers. like bikers bikers and then they change their leadership or
0: something like that yeah it's, it's like tom hardy, Anarchy, but- oh, shit. tom hardy but tom hardy jody comer michael shannon jody Com- yeah jody Comer, no way 15, you might laugh at me, but this is a real thing. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, I'm no. not. This,
1: this is point. a very real thing that <laughs> could happen. After seeing the praise of not Top Gun, but of the previous
0: Mission Impossibles, i I'm This could easily get the action movie. This could get Ford oh, yeah. v. ferrari in into Best Picture, especially in a lineup of 10. If it's good enough, the fact that Top Gun didn't win... It's like some of the same creative people making another banger action movie. They could just be like, fuck it. And they'll throw in the best picture. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, this is the Top Gun. This this is the Top Gun of this year. My one hesitation is that it's the seventh in the franchise. And it's a part one of two of the end of the series. That's what has me a bit concerned. And With quotation marks. End. Yeah. Reboots. Or another TV show. They had a TV show? Yeah, it started out as a TV show. I'm just a dumbass, I guess. I don't remember that. Yeah. All right. I gotta keep going. Million. I have so many more. Okay. 16 is the Michael Mann movie Ferrari.
1: Oh... Oh, it's a prequel to Ford v Ferrari.
0: The, well, it is set in the fifties. So in, in the car cinematic universe. In the car cinematic. Yeah. When's but the it Ford has,
1: movie coming out? I don't
0: know. Well, there's probably a Ford movie out there already. But it stars Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. I, I did hear about this movie though. Yeah, I do. I did, it's I it's I about uh, a guy in the Ferrari family that tried to win a race in the in 1957. And so it's just a prequel to Fort Ferrari, basically., yeah. but a different director. 17 is a movie called Spaceman. This is super interesting. I' gotta compose myself. So I've not heard of this director before, but it's about a guy named Jacob who is sent to space to collect dust. but in the plot synopsis, it describes the fact that the dust is actually connected to particles of time that created the universe itself
2: Hmm.
0: and what's so funny about this is it could be like a serious space drama (laughs) and the guy that's doing it is Adam Sandler (laughs) it's Adam Sandler (laughs) He is the lead of this movie. Like, one biggest fucking out of left field turn I never. It's not a comedy? No. It's like a space. It's a space. Like, (laughs) I love that he's doing more drama work. It's just, it's funny that he's like, ah, yes, I'm gonna do this movie. See, you see,
1: you didn't have me at home Muscle, right, you okay? You, did, you didn't have me at uncut gems because they're gr- down to earth, but now you have me at science fiction.
0: Science fiction, I'm interested, I'm Adam. Interested. Adam. <laughs> um, but it also has Carrie thing? Mulligan and Paul Dano. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, your that wife, just wife, the, shot up. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, yeah. laughs> oh, I'm Jesus. see it's about getting the radar of these movies out there. kind of what, what, Spaceman? Spaceman, Spaceman, yeah,
1: Spaceman. Mm-hmm. Keep keep me notified. Yeah, I <laughs> will. I will. I will.
0: Notified. <laughs> okay.
1: Number 18 First is... Adam Sandler. And now you have Carrie
0: and Mo- uh, Paul. Paul. Yeah. And me? And you? <laughs> All right, so 18 <laughs> Am is... Am I going to date
1: Carrie in the movie?
0: No. <laughs> no, because it's sort of like Gravity, where he's only listening to the voices of the people. Gravity fucking... <laughs> I'm disinterested. <laughs> well, no, he's the only like actor in the movie. He then just like listens to the other people, unlike oh, the. Cons. I could listen to Paul Daniels. voice. You could listen to Carrie Mulligan's. You're now you're back to being interested. All right, so I, I I actually have to keep going. So 18 is Magazine Dreams. It's another Sundance movie. It's about a guy that you hate these titles, but I. That's what they're called. I have to keep going, right? It's Jonathan Majors in the lead role. He hasn't been in a lead role, actually, outside of, like, The Harder They Fall and Lovecraft Country. But he plays a boxer, and it, like, it's so funny that he played a boxer, like, right after he did Creed too. But he apparently is, like, phenomenal in the movie, but the movie's kind of mid. So, people are wondering if the movie will tail off of him getting in, or if it'll be just him. So, it'll be like Elvis. Maybe. Maybe. Although, it's like dark as shit. It's like a drama. So, yeah. we'll see. Well, they love that shit. So. Sometimes, well, sometimes. Sometimes. And then the next year, they're like, yeah, let's give it to this. Uh, <laughs> everything Coda. everywhere. Coda. With, oh, yeah. Coda. Sorry. All right. Coda. 19 is David Fincher's The Killer. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Wait, what's this one about? So, this one's about a hitman that tries to leave the business. Oh, yeah. And then he gets hunted by literally everyone on the planet, John Wick style. I remember. Yeah, I wonder where he got that inspiration from. Comic book. Apparently, it was a graphic novel beforehand. Oh, Oh. then they stole it from John Wick. John Wick stole it from The Killer. Or something, yeah. 20 is Napoleon, the new Ridley Scott movie. (laughs) He keeps making these fucking historical epics, and they will continue to not get nominations. And bomb. And bomb. No, it's Apple TV this time. Oh. But here's the thing. They're also doing Killers of the Flower Moon. So I don't know if they're going to do both in the same year, or if they're just going to focus on the Scorsese one. Probably just the Scorsese. (laughs) Maybe. But, I mean, it's got Tahar Rahim. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Vanessa Kirby. It's not that I'm not excited. It's just, it's it's a it's a dangerous field, you know. Twenty one. I'm not joking. You might think I'm joking, but I'm not joking. Twenty one is Wonka. Speaking of Willy Wonka, twenty one is Wonka. I predict
1: Wonka to be an extremely mid movie. Okay, but it's Paul King. Oh yeah, Paddington. I forgot about Paul King. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Paul King, sweet. Paul King, sweet. I haven't watched any Paddington. But all <laughs> hail Paul King. All hail Paul King. So
0: that's it. That's it. it's it. Just he could get some text. It. The set but photos. Paul that, King. <laughs> it's true. Just give him true. everything. Yeah. So twenty two is another World War Two movie. Well, crazy. It's called Lee. It's about a woman, who, this is a real story. Was a model that went to world war 2 to pose for vogue or something but it stars kate winslet she's going to get another nomination so fuck <laughs> uh goddamn it. and it's a war movie God It is damn it. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing 23 is poor things it's based off of another one of those unadaptable books you know something like, like white noise or dune or something like that so Poor Things is about a woman that drowns herself from her abuse so she can get away from her abusive husband. And then a wacky scientist guy puts a baby brain in her head. And then it's also about like religion. And I don't know what the what the fuck's going on. But it's from Yurgos Lanthimos, who did the favorite, The Lobster, Dog Tooth. Killing of a Sacred Deer, a lot of classics of the 2010s. So, I'm I'm, I'm interested. 24. How Do You Live? The new Hayao Miyazaki movie. I sincerely hope that this could get in. No, it's Elementals. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Elemental you. sweep. I'm I'm going to tell you the top five animated movies. At the Oscars right now. Wish, Elementals, How Do You Live, Across the Spider-Verse, and Team and Team. That's the five. Tell me a different five and I will consider it. But that's the five. Right now. I Until so. an obscure indie
1: animated movie comes out of nowhere and sweeps everything.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, well. Like it's a Marcel the, with shoes on. Marcel the show, Yeah, maybe. Anywho, how do you live show. is going for like animated and international and score and screenplay, mm-hmm. like it's going for other things outside of animated. But as we saw this year, they can just shut you out. So we'll see. Twenty five is Ben Affleck's Air, the fucking Air Jordan Nike oh, movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're um. Right. I think it looks okay, but it's getting memed on, and and that makes me curious to see if that can sustain the hype. 26, Across the Spider-Verse. People know that the first one's amazing, so if the second one is equally amazing, maybe they'll want to award it more, but we'll see. 27, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. This has like half of Hollywood in it, Uh, It's set in the 50s in like a fictional Nevada town. It's going to be quirky and Wes Anderson-y. I'm excited, but they ignored French Dispatch, so I'm not too convinced. Jack Quaid? No. It's not worth it now, I know. All right, 28. Most people, if not all people, do not have this on the list, but I have it on my list. 28 John Wick Chapter 4. It's suits. it's another one of those action movie picks. Like if enough people, which I hear they are, think it's the best in the series and absolutely fucks hard, I don't see why it couldn't get the action movie package. Like this because Mission Impossible. <clears throat> that's why this is lower though. Yeah, because it's not old Tom people Cruise. like Mission Impossible. That's they don't true. like John Wick. That's true. Twenty nine. Bo is afraid from the director of Hereditary and Midsommar. This is also like three hours. And it's like a horror movie. I thought Hereditary cycle. was boring enough. Imagine making that three hours. <laughs> well, this is different though. This is this is different because it's wacky and set in the past and also the present. But *Midsummer* wasn't wacky. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty bad. 30 is the piano lesson. It's the prequel to The Pianist. No, (laughs) this is. Where's the sequels on this list? (laughs) I literally just (laughs) two, three, four. I have like four sequels on this. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, four v four. No, 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 that's something. All right, so The Piano Lesson is an August Wilson play. August Wilson was the. Playwright for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Fences. Uh, this is the next lineup. It's produced by Denzel Washington. It's directed by one of Denzel Washington's sons. But it's not John David Washington. But John David Washington is starring in it along with Sam Jackson. It's like getting rushed to come out this year. Because they want awards. So there you go. 31 is *Saltburn*. It's about like a British monarchy directed by Emerald Fennell who did Promising Young Woman that stars Barry Keoghan. So that's pretty cool. 32 is And, another year girl Slanthimos movie that stars half of Hollywood, but the plot's not known, so that's why I have it lower. Same with 33, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, another Wes Anderson movie. It's for Netflix, but it is an anthology story, and the Oscars will not... Go for it. So that sucks. Thirty-four is faux, which um fuck. All right, this is one that I'm gonna have to look up because th- a lot of these titles sound the goddamn. <laughs> God <damn. laughs> a lot of these sound the goddamn same. Hold on, hold on. The bike riders. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, so this is from Garth Davis, who directed Lion. This stars no. Sir Ronan, Paul Mescal. Aaron Pierre, it's like set in like a near-future sci-fi-ish. Sounds kind of interesting. 35 is a new Raizuki Hamaguchi movie, Our apprenticeship. I talked about this once on the news before. It's about a Japanese woman that goes to Paris. It's going to be like another slow-burn drama thing. 36 is Niad. It's the last name of a real-life woman who was 64 that tried to swim from Cuba to Florida. I guess, and Annette Benning is playing her. 37 is Priscilla. It's the other side of the Elvis story. <gasps> Elvis sequel? No, I'm sorry. This is from Sophia Coppola. Oh. oh. From uh, Lost in Translation. Yeah. It's the other side of the story. The one where Elvis is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we have the one where Elvis is a piece of shit. Yeah. And the one where Elvis isn't. Yeah, there you go. 38 is Shirley. It's about. The real-life woman, who was the first black woman to be nominated for Congress, played by Regina King. 39, this one doesn't even have a name, but it's called Untitled Bob Marley Biopic. It explains itself. Kingsley Benadir from One Night in Miami is playing Bob Marley. 40, I have Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. If it's good, James Mangold could get another nomination. He gets nominations semi-frequently. 41 is the iron claw another fucking sports movie but this one premiered at sundance it's about uh, wrestling and it has zach afron in the lead and that's pretty funny <laughs> that's pretty funny Weird. and then last and not least this one's just for me 42 is tetris i knew it <laughs> I 42 is tetris. Tetris. this <laughs> has zero shot but i'm putting it on the <laughs> list because i want it to oh, happen yeah. the more the early it's coming out this month right Yeah, it's dropping on Apple in a couple of days. Yeah. It premiered at South by Southwest. It got mixed reviews, like six to eights in that range.
1: See, so you're telling me Tetris Sweep?
0: No, I'm sorry. I want it to happen. I love the story. Like, it's so interesting. And I hear they actually had an interesting style by 8-bidding some of the scenes in the movie. But I guess we'll see. That's my list. That took far longer, and I need to pause it because I need water. Ah. We're going to take a break a second. Were you interested in any of those? That's out of the obvious ones. Didn't even catch your eye. No, just the ones I expressed, really. Oh. The rest of them were just up there. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I did say updated Game Awards. This is going to be a little bit different. So, I went digging in a bunch of the stats, and there's a lot more. Oh, God, there's so many. (laughs) There's so many. Look at this. Look at this. There's so many damn stats. And then I got to calculate all of the Metacritic tallies, and I got to... You know what's funny? Death Stranding was actually the lowest rated game ever at the Game Awards. Yeah, that's because it had... Hideo attached. That's the only reason. That's true. 82. It's the lowest ever with 82. On Metacritic. Although, to be fair, later versions got like 86 or something. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And like Spider-Man was actually the weakest that year at 87. It was even below Odyssey. Or Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was going to say, Mario Odyssey is pretty... Fucking high. Yeah, 97. Everything's Mario Odyssey. But yeah, I did my research. Ugh. Yeah. Alright, so I want to lay out these stats to you because they're going to help make things easier when you're plugging in certain games. So there's the ironclad stat, as I call it. It's happened every single time. It's like a guaranteed sort of stat. Stats that are almost perfect, with a correlation of like 80% or more. They're not perfect, but you can use them to justify an argument for why you think something's going to win. Stats that have flaws. This is 60% or higher. This is like, it's happened semi-consistently, but there's enough times where it hasn't happened... Or it's not like a guarantee. And then stats that don't help. This is 59 or less. This is like it's too inconsistent. It's not really helpful. You can't really do too much with it. Right. So I lay it all out. And these are for the winners. Not for the nominees.
1: Yeah, the nominees are
0: kind of hard to pinpoint. That's true. And I will get to that later. But I want to talk about the win ones can't really, it's hard to predict games because it's easier to mask
1: how bad a game is going to be through trailers that's true so you know
0: yeah and i'll get to what i think is getting in in a little bit but i want to talk about these stats first because i just mentioned five but now i have like almost 20 different stats that i can use in these different categories so the Ironclad stats. Number one, every Goatee winner has a version of the game, the top 20 games of that given year, on Metacritic. Nine out of nine times. Happened every single time. Number two, in the era of the director category, every Goatee winner was nominated for director. That This is an obvious one. This is like, if you don't get into director, you're not that loved, and you just won't get it. Three, every goatee winner has a genre type category nomination nine out of nine times. And number four, every goatee winner has a genre type category win. You have to have it. You have to win either RPG, action, multiplayer, indie, action adventure, like uh, mobile, VR. You have to win one of like the ten <laughs> that are there. And number five, every Goatee winner has an 89 or above on Metacritic. Wait, what's the 89? Two games. It Takes Two and Dragon Age Inquisition. Dragon Age is 89. 89. Fuck. (laughs) That's why, like, Harry Potter's, like, 88 or something fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Fuck that. Like, actually. Caught up in the hype, that's that's (laughs) what... Now, stats that are almost perfect. Every Goatee winner has a minimum of five nominations. This has happened eight out of nine times. Or 88.888, rounded up to 89%. This has happened every single time except for Dragon Age, which only got two. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but again each. they nominated dark souls 2 and people hate dark souls 2 so that wasn't nominated
0: actually for game of the year no wait that was no no it wasn't bloodborne bloodborne yeah bloodborne i literally wrote them all down it was blood souls 2 got in and bloodborne got in but and people dark souls 3 did not people say bloodborne is the greatest game of all time doesn't <laughs> to be fair people love the witcher though A little too much. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. See, I almost said every Goatee winner has a minimum of six. But that would have the stat at seven out of nine. And then it would drop it to, like, stat that has flaws. But, like, outside of Sekiro, even The Witcher had six. Somehow. Because it was the second year and there was no director. And, like... I think one of the tech categories wasn't there, so like, it's honestly kind of astonishing that it got the six. But either way, number two, every Gody winner comes out in the first half of the year, January to June. This is also an eight out of nine or an eighty Dragon Age Inquisition. A Dragon Age Inquisition came out in November. Right? November. Yep. Weeks later, wins Game of the Year. Number three, in the era of three tech awards, score, sound, art direction, when they were all separate, or since 2017, every GODI winner was nominated in one of them, five out of six, or 83% of the time. The only one that did not get it was It Takes Two, which got none of them. But otherwise, you need a tech nomination. Stats that have flaws. This is 60% to 80. Number one, every Goatee winner has a 90 or above on Metacritic. This is a 78 or 7 out of 9. Number two, every Goatee winner wins Director. That's 5 out of 7 times, or about 71%, a little less. You can win without winning Director. You can win without winning Director. Number three, this one I think could shoot up, but I have it here for now. Since the category has been in effect, every GOATI winner was nominated for Player's Voice. Three out of four times, or 75% of the time. This feels important because 10% of the votes are from yeah. people. So if it gets into Player's Voice, it sort of gauges which games are the the, the front runners for Game of the Year, sort of. What was that... That one year was... The first year did not have Sekiro. 2019. 19. Did not have Sekiro. What but to be we... fair, that only had four. Every other year's had five. Oh, would that have been Death Stranding? Death Stranding did not win, but it was nominated. No for player voice. It was nominated in player's voice, but it did not win. It went to Fire Emblem, three houses. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. (laughs) Um, Okay, number four. Every Goatee winner was nominated for a Tech Award. This is not including when there were three. So this is the first year had only one. Then for two years, they had two. So it took a hot second. But this is including every year when there was a Tech Award, seven out of the nine or 78% were nominated for a tech award. Number five. In the era of three tech awards, scores, sound, and art direction, or since 2017, every GOATI winner was nominated in all three. This has happened four out of six times or 66.6666, or just round up to 67. Uh, Zelda, Zelda, God of War, Last of Us, Elden Ring. All of them got all three. Even if they didn't win, they got all three of them. Which is an interesting stat because I thought they did, most of them didn't get nominated, but they actually do when I did a little bit more research. Stats that do not help. <laughs> Stuff that you're like, oh, well, it has this. And it's like, that has zero shot. Every Gody winner one player's voice zero out of four times it's never happened. Number two, every Gody winner one sound design one out of seven that was during the Last of Us sweep. Fuck that, <laughs> or fourteen percent. Number three, so every Gody winner one art direction one out of eight times or thirteen percent. Last of Us, actually no, Elden Ring finally was the first game to also the last win of us art one
1: art direction. No,
0: that was Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. This, it was the
0: superior choice
1: for yeah. art yeah. direction. So, right. yeah.
0: Number four. Every Goatee winner won score. It's been nine years it's never correlated. <laughs> um, number five. Every Goatee winner nominated in the above the line category. Narrative or performance. This has happened five out of nine times. or about 56%. Some of them, like Elden Ring, get one. Last of Us got both. And one them both. And then there's some like Dragon Age, which, again, didn't get anything outside of RPG and Game of the Year. Uh, Overwatch didn't get them. Um, um, Sekiro didn't get them. Zelda didn't get them. But there's like some that did. So it's like a mixed bag of if they got nominated for narrative or performance or what I call above the line. And number six, every GOATI winner... One in above the line category. Only one time. Last of them. Last of Us. And to be fair, it won both. One out of nine times or eleven percent. With the first one? Second one. Oh yeah, because it didn't have a <laughs> <laughs> So again, yeah. what was I thinking? So I've listed a shit ton of stats, but this has actually helped me quite a bit. Figure out, okay. You know, you've got the ironclad ones that you can just lock them down pretty easy. Then you've got the ones where like you can make some pretty good guesses, you know. There's some that you can sort of just ignore because they don't correlate, or they like kind of, but they're not really consistent. This doesn't entirely help with nominees, at least just yet. I'll have to continue looking. But every game of the year winner, um, like I said, 89 or higher, every nominee was like 82 or higher so it is in the 80s it can't be a mid game <laughs> you know it can't be a like 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 a like a scorn and what's like 60 something you know Um, so my list has slightly changed the only things that have really switched are okay I still have Zelda winning it's becoming clearer and clearer that it's
1: but I think Zelda winning is a good sign because we won't see it winning. I don't think we'll see it winning sound or performance or, you know, like the no. last bus sweeping.
0: No. It, so, I think no. Starfield I think will get nominated but won't. When Spider-Man 2, I do I think it has to be considerably better. I just don't, I, I think it I think it will be. I, I hope so. I still have a spot for indie because they've been getting in pretty consistently. Um, I now have Resident Evil in instead of Final Fantasy. I'm not really excited for Part
1: 2 anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, so talking
0: so long, but, I'm talking about oh, 16. I'm talking about Final Fantasy okay, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Resident Evil 4, I said to you, if it has a 95, I'll consider if it can win. It is at 93. It's the same as RE2. I'm like, okay. It'll get nominated and it won't win. Anything. And, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have to have the debate if a remake can win because it's not highly rated enough. And why I'm not including Metroid Prime Remastered is because it says it in the title. It's a remaster. It's not a remake. (laughs) Even though that is the highest rated game of this year. It's at like, what, 95, 96 or something crazy? What? It's a remaster of one of the greatest games of all time. Oh, highest rated games on Metacritic? What? 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 Number, I still have Armor Core, but I got rid of it in oh I didn't have it in director you're right
1: i just i just don't think armored corps is winning because i picture no, it more of like a fourth quarter thing no like third. i like
0: but. like i'm guessing it might not even qualify for nominations but i still have it on because i feel like people just think it's gonna be dark souls yeah but it's not so i feel like people are gonna be disappointed And it just won't, like, it'll be praised, but it won't win anything. Outside of, like, maybe score, hopefully. Please. (laughs) Please. Um, So what I changed this time was instead of RE4 getting into Director and not Game of the Year, I have it in both. And then FF7, not sorry, FF16 I have in Director and not Game of the Year. I sort of switched it. Is Part 2 even coming out this year? It still has 2023 but I'm talking about 16 because it's more likely. Yeah, I was thinking about part two because I'm not really excited. <laughs> <laughs> indies so are, are... Indies have been getting director recently, which is pretty nice. You know, Stray got it. Hades got it. Um, but I know some people consider it takes two indie, kind of, even though it's like... It's published. so Published by EA. I don't really consider, it, I don't consider it, but it some people team. do. So... But. That did get director, but, like, Celeste didn't, Inside didn't. A lot of the first couple of years, indies didn't get director, but they have been recently, so that's kind of nice.
1: If, if I were to choose an indie that, that's at least well-known for this year, it's uh, it's uh, probably replaced. But also, there are rumors that Ori 3 might just shadow drop this year, so... Sure. Well, I was anytime soon.
0: But. If Silk finally comes out this year and is good... Then I would consider that, maybe. If Sock comes out this year, I think we're going to see
1: Indie Sweep this year. Indie Sweep? Okay. It's a Metroidvania?
0: Yeah. That's it. Um,
1: Good art style.
0: I know you hate this, but I am more convinced that Hogwarts Legacy is in the top ten. Yeah. I know people have it their controversy... But the critics love it. <laughs> they fucking love it. Put the
1: J.K. Rowling thing aside just like they did. It's still a mid-game. <laughs> well, see,
0: most people do not agree with you. They think it's good. Why is it good? I didn't play it. You'll have to ask I have them. to watch a review
1: that actually explains why it's good. They just rate it high. <laughs> they just rate it high because Harry Potter's attached. And it's like It's the dream game okay okay <laughs> okay all you've gotten was shit harry potter games in the past now it's Spir- spider man was a huge deal because you actually had good spider man games before yeah and, and it was sonic. just good again multiple <laughs> harry potter you just had shit games and you have a mid game wow it's like sonic exactly <laughs> like sonic, sonic frontiers. frontiers. people praise frontiers because it's finally good a decent sonic but, game
0: but it's actually just mid.
1: <laughs> but it's actually just yeah it's okay i guess it's fine really it's not
0: shit but yeah (laughs) it's okay um but yeah i'm not sure if it gets this feels like a like a plague tale requiem or it feels like one of those that misses director yeah but i hear plague table is actually good the second one
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) basic i think it's more of like um a game that shouldn't really be there, but The Outer Worlds.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that was another one that didn't get direct Or, like, like, Animal Crossing. Yeah, but... That didn't get to People record. love Animal Crossing. Well, that's... <laughs> I, I compare
1: Outer Worlds because it was hyped up at launch, and then nobody talked about it afterwards.
0: Oh, but it just gets in anyway. It gets in anyways. And it's, like, kind of okay. At the best. And you're like, oh, wow, that got in. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, you're almost, like, confused that it got in. You're like, wait, what? It like, at the in? time, I was excited, but after playing, yeah. See, I'm just, I'm so convinced that, like, a lot of these games that are more genre-y, like, Street Fighter, Tekken, the new Mortal Kombat, like, fighting games? Unless you're Smash, you don't get it. I don't to did <laughs> Tekken 8 just drop a trailer today? It did. It was for King. The guy with the leopard, yeah,
1: the, the leopard. <laughs> Um, I want to play this bear, bear, guy. bear. That guy. Bear guy.
0: Bear <laughs> guy. That, that would be my main. That's my main. My main is, is the one woman with the thick thigh. <laughs> Cammy? <we? Yeah>. Or, Li. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn, they're I'm like watermelons. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the them. Like I said, Go. unless you're Smash Bros, you don't get it. Yeah. This is, like, this is why I feel like FF7 Part 2, if it drops this year but it's too late, could get in next year. Like, weirdly enough. They seem to not do that, though. The only time it's happened
1: is Smash. Yeah, because it's Smash and it has that longevity. Yeah. Halo and Infinite did, but no, there's too much controversy. It's me- Oh, well, let's vote it for player voice before it comes out.
0: And then we don't actually like him. We, we don't. That's kind of weird. That's sus. Um, See, that's actually just annoying that they gave it the win because, hey, out! And then they just turned on him immediately. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You couldn't have given it to anything else then? Uh, Redfall
1: is coming out this year. Uh, some people are getting early reviews. They, I, have heard it's actually pretty good, but we'll see. It's probably gonna be like, uh, it's probably gonna be like the Dishonored games, where they're kind of niche, I guess.
0: They could get like a genre type, but like that's it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's like what the original Ratchet, not the original, the 2016 Ratchet and Clank did. You know, it, 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 came out and people were like, "Oh, it's so good!" and it only gets one, <laughs> one nomination.
1: Well, not everyone. Like, two people. What do you mean? Because, like, it's it's like a niche game. Like, niche with quotation marks. Like, it's a big IP, but, sure. like,
0: people just don't talk about it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for games this year. It's just, I'm in my movie era now. This happens every year. The first half is more movie-focused, and the second half is more game-focused as you get, well, more games come out the second half, so we'll see. Maybe GTA 6 drops this year. Don't <laughs> summon that energy, because then it's going to win eight. I'm calling it now. Game of the Year, Game Direction, Game Narrative, Performance, Score, Sound, um, Art Direction, uh, Action Adventure... A uh, player's voice is going to win nine. Rocks, Rockstar, they're good devs, but... nine like o- Nine-o-one. <laughs> biggest <laughs> sweep we've ever seen. Every family game. <laughs> Sim strategy. VR. See, I could
1: can, I can praise Grand Theft Auto. RPG. RPG. <laughs> <laughs> well... They have had, they did have light RPG mechanics in. No,
0: it's action, but. It's action adventure, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: action adventure RPG. Wait. That's so what why do I put I, it in it! <laughs> see, speaking of scream, Grand Theft Auto works because. Because people don't understand that it's actually a funny game. I mean, it is funny that you murder people, but it's funny that the therapist is like. Alright, your time's up. I can't help you anymore. <laughs> like, actually, he's starting like, Oh, I'm starting to realize who I am. Am I a dick? And the therapist is like, Alright, time's up. Time for you to leave. <laughs> <Get the park. laughs> so that just extends the story even longer. It's... I still have to finish five, but... 30 billion hours. <laughs> well, I haven't touched it, but... I've just been doing the story. Yeah. I'm not gonna worry about the dog
0: side quests. Dog. Oh, Something. what should um, what should the favorites question be? I I did come up with one. Oh, you didn't? Yeah,
1: I uh, it just came to me at like one a.m. because I was like, oh hey, like, I know it's it's kind of a weird question, but like, I was just sort of thinking about like, I was thinking about Cyberpunk, twenty seventy seven. I'm like, oh, don't really think about it, a lot of my favorite movies and tv shows and uh, video games also share those same somewhat of those same themes like how um it sort of starts off nihilistic you know nothing matters except for the things around you you know like that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. so i was just wondering what like yours would be like your favorite like theme i guess for a lot of that stuff from like instantly like Oh, yeah, I can. I'm hooked because. Oh, about the theme? Yeah, you know. Oh, shit. Or, like, if there's, like, a consistent, like, oh, all these movies are my favorite and they somewhat have the same theme, I guess.
0: Fine. I gotta look at my favorites list. I updated it so now it's only, like, 10, which is kind of frustrating because, like, I have more than 10 favorites, but I'm just sort of in the moment to just have a shorter list. My list is so a... fucking weird. You we can have a ten and then a one hundred. Yeah, yeah, I pirates. know. The, uh, pirates, of the Caribbean is number two. Fuck you! No, fuck you! <laughs> so, so good. We'll pirates. Then we'll have a niche indie next to it. Pirates of the Caribbean. Crouching Tiger and Dragon. This the most. And the next one's knives out. <laughs> Crouching Tiger is between knives out and Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, ooh, this list is strange. You 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 list something. Everything everywhere Pirates of the Caribbean the first one, Crouching Tiger and Dragon, Knives Out, Wally Rango, Brokeback Mountain, Call Me by Your Name, Grave of the Fireflies and Monster's Inc. That is the that... most eclectic deranged list I think I've ever made it's and nostalgia so... and not nostalgia <laughs> yeah it's
1: nostalgia and just a good <laughs> well I mean some of those nostalgia that they are good
0: movies but... yeah oh my gosh uh, okay let me let me let me check okay a lot of these are romance movies funnily enough yeah I've got like Juno on here, drive. Fuck you! It's a romance movie. <laughs> like in a weird way, uh, everything, everywhere. The male romance. Movie. The male. <laughs> um, Whiplash is a different kind of romance. It's it's yeah. Oh, it's yeah, hard, hard hard to hard expect it. Ex- <laughs> hard to explain. <laughs> it's like oh her, uh, Jojo Rabbit's more like a friendship relationship. Um, Call Me by Your Name. A lot of these are like romance or like relationship movies. So movies are focused on like 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 personal growth or like betterment of oneself or like finding who one is is something that I like cr- quite a cr- bit. Crouching tiger that? Yeah. It's about oh, a girl so. that was with a thief and then steals something but learns to be a hero. And overcomes selfishness, and it's also a romance movie, you know? It fits a lot of the bills. And you have Pirates. He overcomes his greed? No. <laughs> no, that's just a funny <laughs> movie. <laughs> a funny and then you movie. have Rango. That's becoming a, tr- that's becoming a hero and overcoming the your narcissism. Becoming Narc- a real human <laughs> being. A real so human being. Monster Inc. being uh, not monster. I don't know. Some of these don't fit, but I have enough on this li- Like Kung Fu Panda 2 was on the list. It's The betterment of oneself in becoming a better person over this, your, your life, you know? That's something that baits me into it,
1: I think. Betterment of oneself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you
0: have to talk to... Clint Eastwood in the desert <laughs> ha, he has to cart. overcome his his ego and he has to he, he, he finds his true identity that's why it's such a great western is because it's not just revenge it's about self identity even though there is like action in it it's mostly a drama about figuring out who he is like Red Dead 2? Like Red Dead 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
1: like, wait, maybe I'm not a bad man.
0: Shoots innocent first. 30 hours ago. <laughs> maybe I'm not a bad person. Story mode. Open world. Puts person in trench, Gets run over. You're a good man, Arthur <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I love it so much. You're a good man, Arthur Mort. <laughs> Luto narrative dissonance.
1: <laughs> people complain about The Last of Us and its non-bluto narrative dissonance, but don't diss on <laughs> Red Dead 2. <laughs> You're a good man, Arthur <laughs> See at least that makes sense in the first one, where he just protects his family.
0: In this one?
1: this <laughs> <he's laughs> just an asshole. <laughs> Push people off clip. <laughs>
0: He's like, I'm looking for my... (laughs) And then the cops immediately find out somehow. And they teleport to your location. (laughs) 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 And you have to get into a fucking... Your 900th gunfight. In the streets of St. Denis. Oh my god. (gasps) Fuck that. Have you... A a gunfight... In the biggest town is a pain in the ass. (sighs) I've tried. I've tried. I've gotten pretty far, but like, so damn.
1: It's fun in the smaller ones, though, like Armadillo, because like, it's just a classic
0: Western. It's just a massive shootout. And you're just like shooting people off a building. "Ah!" And there's women running into the saloon. (laughs) The men are running... Got their shotguns. Did I? You just kill nine guys at
1: once with your your repeater. So
0: good.
1: Automatic uh, locking on makes you feel even more badass, even (laughs) though it worsens the gameplay in a way. Because you're just able to. (laughs) Immediately just turns (laughs) it. You can
0: just aim your camera behind you so he just knows. (laughs) How'd you. See, so they have, good. They have good ragdolls,
1: but the problem is it locks onto the head. <laughs> oh, so it just... Mostly. It locks onto the li- it locks onto the head, or the torso, but it has good ragdolls. I wonder how they're going to do that for six. Because the gameplay they showed had people reacting very immersively to getting shot in the leg. <laughs> so... How would that work with their target?
0: ace Ventura? <laughs> We're just talking. <laughs> yeah. So y- your 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 favorite theme is um cyber <laughs> Gre- anti greed. Anti greed.
1: I'm a bitch for cyberpunk though. Like, I am actually a bitch for cyberpunk. You can wrap me up in a cyberpunk... What? I watched three two-hour-long videos on the cyberpunk genre. Why, though? I was bored. Okay. <laughs> Six hours. Like, interesting. 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 Like, I didn't even learn about, like, the movies until the third part. I just learned about, like, the books and stuff. Like, ne- So much. Neuromancer, right? Or is it... Neuromancer. a big one, yeah. no, and um I did learn about a couple obscure indie movies from like the nineties that are like shit but have are cool cons in concept. Oh. A little bit on the Cyberpunk tabletop game.
0: <sighs> I...
1: And yeah, the third movie just pretty much covered the Matrix, which kinda sucked but
0: Yeah, but the Matrix works. Yeah, the Matrix does work. Yeah. Matrix is another one of my favorites of all time. It's an absolute banger. It's absolute. It banger. is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really update mine because it's kind of pointless
1: because like, I'll be like, this is one of my favorites. No, this is actually.
0: Like, you know, I had a Grave of the Fireflies at number one for like a year. But then I'm just like, it's kind of a sad number one so then I just changed it to everything everywhere. And I'm like, will this actually be my number one? I don't know, but I'm keeping it there for now. Make mine Morbius. Mor- uh, moonfall. Moon- That's pretty funnier. Mo- mo- morbid. My
1: favorite movies of all time. Morbius. <laughs> Morbies. <laughs> Mor- yeah, I just added Murder by Numbers and one other one. I don't remember. Murder by Number.
0: You mean memories, uh, by memories
1: of Murder. I keep thinking of the shitty d- Ryan Gosling and um, whatever her name is. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie so much. I can't get it out of my head. Murder by number <laughs> Nice. Is that a good thing? <laughs> no.
0: no. You can't forget
1: about it. All right, so there was another one? Yeah, there's another one. I didn't add banshees, though. You I should didn't? add banshees. Because I'm was a Is everything though. everywhere on your list? I don't know. Because I didn't add Avatar 2 either. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> so. Is weird on your list? If that's number one? Oh, yeah, that's what I added. I added weird. Yeah, I added (laughs) Brudel.
0: What's wrong with (laughs) Brudel? That's just such an interesting pick. Like, I... What's wrong with I thought it was like an 8 out of 10. I wouldn't put it in my favorites of all time.
1: I've listened to some of his music. Like, Party in the CIA. It's so funny. I I think I'm gonna go kill a... a Head of House of Representatives. What? Today. That's not on my list.
0: But...
1: (laughs) Uh. Like the CIA is pretty funny, but a song that talks about the CIA and them covering up the fact that they're assassinating House of Representatives and and creating a, a coups in small countries just for fun, it's so funny.
0: Yeah, this is a cool thing. CIA. Oh, someone's playing Yakuza 0? I have a story about that. So I've wanted to get into the Yakuza series, because they look funny as fuck, <laughs> but like and I hear they
1: have good representation oh how do you mean trans like oh, really? like actually like actually like the best in like modern
0: interesting games. well so the, even there was something called that. Yakuza kawaiki or ko kawai- like Y I K I don't know how to it had like two I's and like a Y and a K and an A I don't know how to say but like it was three through seven like a dragon and then zero and these two on game pass like Kawhi one and two and i was like well why isn't one and two on there but i find out Kawhi one and two is just yakuza one and two but remastered and i was just an idiot and i could have started this series a while ago so i i downloaded yakuza zero because that's the first one chronologically. So I'm going to play that soon. And then I'm going to go through the Yakuza series. But these are like dense RPGs. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited. I don't I wouldn't think they were that
1: dense. But...
0: Aren't each of them like 30 hours? Yeah, but like not
1: mechanic wise. Story wise? Probably. probably. Yeah. And they use real life advertisements. For like Japanese brands and stuff. Really? Yeah, it's like one of the only examples of that. And people point to Yakuza for, this is how they should use ads for game in games instead of...
0: That's way cyberpunk, though. Yeah. um, this reminds me. I don't know why this popped up. Shazam 2 has a scene that's literally just a Skittles ad. Yeah, I heard about that. Online. I heard it, and I'm like, what? That's strange. And then I watched it, and I'm like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. And they're just like we're gonna need to buy more Skittles. Like, oh my god, please stop. It's not <laughs> like
1: a like an ET creative way
0: where he uses Reese's to kidnap the alien. Well, they <laughs> so to kill a bunch of the animal like the g- Greek creatures like a minotaur, or like a they throw Skittles, like a grip. They need to capture unicorns because apparently they're, they're like the most powerful animal. Or something. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> but they need ambrosia, but they don't have it, so they just get Skittles and feed them Skittles, and that apparently tames death unicorn. Oh, okay, no. that's kind of funny though. I don't know what you're talking. I take back what I said. That's good product <laughs> placement.
1: <laughs> I want to. Go. I have the sudden uh, urge, urge to-, to buy Skittles now that uh, I watch Shazam Two: Fury of the Gods. <laughs> I, Otherwise, of the I, can- the I can tame Death unicorns. <laughs> Skittles save the universe.
0: I can tame Death oh, unicorns. Skittles save the day. Do you want me to spoil the ending? Who dies? What? Who dies? Do you bacon? care?
1: No, I don't care.
0: Billy dies. What the fuck? Shazam dies. At the end of the movie. Well then why the fuck am I watching it? (laughs) Because this is why it makes the last 10 minutes so fucking awful. Because the only way to bring him back is with the staff that has no magic. And only a god can put magic in him. So then Wonder Woman shows up for no reason. And her music blares in the fucking theater. And then she just gives it power by touching it. And then it brings him back. And then he hits on her. And then they just forget the scene. He fucking died. (laughs) And then he just comes back. And then it cuts to a scene where the wizard is dressed like a pimp. And then it ends. No post credits? There are, but I I didn't give a shit. I just (laughs) laughed. (laughs) It probably wouldn't even matter anyways. (laughs) Like... Oh, I lost. Like, I... I swear to God. I was like, wait, I've seen clips where he's alive. Is that Babe?" I was like, no way did he die. I'm like, "No, how the fuck does he come back from the dead? And then just Wonder Woman. I can... Up- and then she just walks up and just grabs the staff. And then just like holds it up and gives it magic or something. Sh- like the t- final 10 minutes are so awful. Uh, the end of the DCEU. <laughs> I can help. <laughs> Just <laughs> like,
1: you can't even blame the director because I guarantee it was Black Adam's fault. Oh, maybe <laughs> Dwayne the Rock. Johnson. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Damn you all, DC felt. <laughs> no, I still blame Zack Snyder. That's yeah, as you should.
0: <laughs> as you should.
1: I'll i All leave people. I should watch Watchmen watch I hear it. that's his uh, best movie we will see because it's probably going to be the same as 300 and all of his other adaptations it looks mm, cool and it's many but it misses the entire point <laughs> guys it looks, cool. <laughs> it looks cool it looks cool it's superheroes hitting each other
0: that's not. No. Did you read Watchmen? No. <laughs> I did. Really. You do you know what Superman's about? No. Did I no? Did I t- tell you the quote about him yeah, reading with Watchmen? Watchmen. It's yeah. Like
1: wow, this is so cool. It is like sex and tits and
0: stuff. Yeah, he did tell me that. <laughs> like, oh, he's a teenager. A couple months ago, yeah, but an adult still. An adult. He's like fifty something. <laughs> uh, Chad yeah. Zack Snyder. Yeah, it's versus I'm going to make Superman edgy and evil. Well, it's been done. That.
1: It, that's not the issue. Either. Superman, I'm just waiting for my nice Superman. Ah, that, James Gunn. Did you see his message, though, about him talking about it? Well, the thing that sort of pushed him was his father passing away, I guess.
0: I thought it was his, his child. During Justice League. Oh no, it's about gun.
1: Mm. Not, it's not yeah, yeah,
0: chance. yeah. His dad
1: passed. Yeah. Out. So that kind of pushed him to make it. And so. it's gonna be on his dad's birthday. So yeah. that's I'm guessing lots of tears shall shed. Yes. I'm just guessing. Just like Guardian
0: Kent will die in the third act. Hey, that's not a bad that's not bad. See, I just want it Well this is the first Superman
1: movie where Jonathan Kent makes it through the first act.
0: Hey, good job. Good job. New record. New I made it through the first 30 minutes, guys. Hooray. It's true. <laughs> Hooray. Why get Kevin Costner that doesn't matter? Doesn't
1: matter. We'll have flashbacks on him saying random vague stuff.
0: Don't save those people on the bus. Let them all drown. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Extreme. And then magically Clark survives. Well, that's because he's just. A... <laughs> Let me get sucked yet. up by a tornado. <laughs> Someone said this on Twitter, and I think it's so funny. He's like, "No, son, don't save me. Listen to me as I get shredded by a fucking tornado." <laughs> <laughs> listen to my screams of agony <laughs> as i regret my decision <laughs> listen to my body cut share right in half as a part of a roof uh, slices me in half <laughs> a lot in superman
1: and co- in, in a lot of superman comics he like has ears on like the ones he loved uh, like their hearts to make sure they're still like going sure. that's where he figures out his dad passes away so he does that for his father in that moment too or he forgets he has that attachment, you know, so.
0: Yeah, it lasts only seconds, but what is that
1: No son, don't become who you wanna be. No son. <laughs> don't don't. Be, don't be who you want. Just, the world don't. isn't ready. No. Let those children on that bus die. <laughs> the world isn't ready for a savior. What? <laughs> Why not? The world isn't ready for a positive role model, son.
0: <laughs> Let those people die. Use your <laughs> powers for vengeance. Destroy that man's car.
1: <laughs> oh wow. And then Superman goes more insane because he sees him at the top of a mountain and stuff, like <laughs> insane Losing insane his mind just a little
0: bit. Insane in the what? Well, see, actually, Kevin Costner lives to the second deck, because the first 40 fucking minutes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Are on
1: Krypton. <laughs> that's true. It's Zack Snyder. He's overambitious. I forgot.
0: I need to show you how Krypton died for the 50th time. <laughs> I need to show you that Krypton died. Like, do you, though? Yes. <laughs> but why? But why? The Civil why? War. I thought it was. You
1: know what? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> If you want to say it was because of a cool war, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to say it was because of the government, but doesn't You can go with that. Go, go ahead. No one will stop you. Say it was because of the corrupt government, which may or may not be a tackle of
0: modern day America, but it's fine. Or not modern forties America. Forties so. <laughs> well, America. This is forties America. Do you have anything else? Hmm. No? No. Okay. Okay. Sorry for talking so much.
1: I'm I'm trying to think of that
0: fact I read. I read a fact. fact.
1: It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I I don't think I've said it. I think... I I said it off. But I, I still laugh at the fact that America was only... Only had 20, I think it was 20 years of peace, of not being in a war. Oh, yeah. Nice. But yet again, we compare it to Europe with the 100-year war and stuff. Okay, but they've been around longer. Yeah, they've been around longer. But still, 20? 20? Only 20? With Canada, with like one year. Really? Really? No. (laughs) That would be funny, though, because they're nice. They (laughs) went to war with Nazis, but they didn't send in
0: Really? No. They oh. sent
1: people over. It was like 200 people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh-huh. We will sacrifice. We're s- doing our part. <laughs> the smallest amount of. Them. Good job. uh. We saw... Don't summon this. Okay. But what if this. <laughs> don't summon that energy. <laughs> don't summon that
1: energy. <laughs> what if it does happen? Though? Please don't. Okay. But what if this happens? Barb, at one thousand <laughs> Oh 1,000. Oh. I don't know. Well, um, we have uh, Twitter, which is uh, ChillyMarty69. Yep. The Real Chillmart on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Chillmart
0: on Spotify. And mm-hmm. Chillmart Podcast on YouTube.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, um, we usually do a live stream once a week. Last week it was the Oscars, but sometimes it's gaming. Sometimes it's awards related. Now that award season's over, we're probably just going to be chilling for the next couple of months, doing whatever. Um, the live streams are more chillaxed, just like this. Um,
1: yeah, we have much else. Okay. Okay. Want to do one after we... Done with this? Yeah. Yeah. We okay. kind of want to go down that cult rabbit hole. The cult rabbit Yeah, go for it. Okay. That religious rabbit hole, because yeah. uh, what I read was kind of interesting. So.
0: Zenu, the alien